Today on Gamerhead Radio, we talk about the Kung Fast, the Kung Fu, and the Kung Furious. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Um, hello and welcome to Gamerhead Radio, episode 173. Uh, good God, the numbers do not keep getting smaller, do they? I am Jonathan Santiago, a.k.a. Fallon Flynn. Morbius for villains, come on! I am oh. Charlie, Technotronic okay. Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. There we go, yep, all right. And Miss McHugh, goat here. <laughs> <laughs> you sound decidedly more dapper today than you did last week when you were Eeyore and, and all that jazz. Yeah, because I'm, I'm done with stuff, and things are, like, getting off my plate, and I don't have to, like, be under the boulder of work. That's <laughs> true. The, the uh, oppressive weight of uh, productivity. So we, uh, we had a, a pretty big damn uh, show uh, midweek here, our our annual uh, episode two of our three-part uh, E3 wrap-up uh, last uh, this past Wednesday. That was a hell of a show. It uh, was a really uh, big show. Uh, really big show. <laughs> yes, yes. So um, we are we're going to do the third part of our our three-part E3 sweep uh, today with uh, sort of the rundown and double check of our uh, our predictions for E3. Uh, and our reactions uh, to to the show. Last week we talked about news and crammed a shitload of it uh, down your proverbial ear holes. Uh, but it, uh, you know... We and eye holes. A, we didn't get much of a chance to express what we thought, so we're going to do a little bit of that today. Um, we're not going to be doing our standard news format uh, in, in favor of, of, you know, sharing our opinions, but the rest of the show's format should be relatively the same today, just so you guys know what you're in store for. Charlie... Tell me about your week. <clears throat> well, um, yeah, so it's just a kind of we considering last week we jumped right into the news. I didn't really have a chance to talk too much about MLP MSP. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was it, a really really good time. Um, it was it was great um, being able to go back to my birth con, which uh, which is a term that I've come up with to uh, represent the first con that I worked. Um, I, I'm not sure how no one has come up with that before, but I did a hashtag search, and that appears to be a new newish thing aside from something that actually was called. Con, which I'm just not going to talk about. <laughs> that sounds like uh, you yeah. could possibly have a bad time if you go there. Yeah, uh, but anywho, um, no, it, it was uh, yeah, uh, no, it was, it was a really good time. Um, great seeing old friends again. Um, despite um, despite it, it being a couple weeks out, everything seeming like it was going to burn in a fire. I mean, like we everything kind of came together, <laughs> and it uh, it ended up being just a really really good weekend. Um, the um, one of the great things about having a really good staff and a really good group of people to work uh, these things with is that um, you know p- people are good about fixing problems and taking care of things. And so, um, at the end of the day, like the attendees all had absolutely nothing but glowing praise to say. Out of all the conventions that I've worked in, especially the ones I paid attention on social media to, this is the one where we've gotten the best like feedback like online, like like Facebook and Twitter, like people saying like just the nicest things and the greatest things about this con. So. That was a really good feeling. The one last thing I'll mention over the last week is that uh, yesterday uh, we uh, hosted my father's 70th birthday party. 
Oh, what? Dude, Which, your dad is the most youthful 70 I've ever seen in my life. I would have right? said not a day over 60. What the fuck? He he <laughs> I'm stunned. I'm li- no, literally stunned stupid. I know. He um he he is he is in amazing shape for his age. He Holy looks fantastic. Crap. He, he walks like 3 or 4 miles every single day. I mean just yeah, he is he's in uh, phenomenal shape. For Dude, his I, I I I do not at all feel remiss in saying that your dad will be around long after I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna outlive everybody, dude. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. Good for Richard, man. Yeah, but uh, that was a really good time. A lot of friends, a lot of family. Um, and um, one of the reasons why I might look a little bedraggled uh, right now is the fact that oh my God, can my dad and his friends drink into the wee hours of the morning? I was not prepared for that. <laughs> I'm thinking like, oh, it's a bunch of old people. Like they'll be like the party started at two. It was like they'll be gone by like eight. No, it's like eleven. And I'm just like, what is happening? Why is this? Why are they? Why don't they go home? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as as a man who who has a a seasoned taste for beer, that that is impressive. That your father was able to hang at seventy years old. May we all aspire to be as sturdy as Richard in our uh, in our seventies. Cheers to my father. Yes. Cheers absolutely. to Richard. Absolutely. But um, but yeah, no. So the um the uh, my 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 long um my my long nationwide pony convention tour has come to a pause. Thank God. Um. <laughs> I, uh, you know, between, you know, just, just, you know, like, I'm, 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 I'm happy that I did it. I don't think I'll do it again, just, um, because I had a lot of great experiences, but my God, am I tired. I am so just mentally and physically exhausted right now. My next con isn't until Ponyville Cider Fest, which is Halloween weekend, um, in uh, Minneapolis, which, um, just for a combination of reasons, like we're, we're going to make sure is an app is we're going to, I'm going to take everything that I've learned over the last year. And just reapply it to that, and so I, I have absolute faith that it's, it's going to be an amazing time. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm very much looking forward to coming back to something of a normal lifestyle for the next couple months here until, and and to, and to be able to actually take all that work and spread it out over like a more reasonable like amount of time, so that the two weeks before con I'm not I'm not getting two or three hours of sleep every night because everything has waited to the last minute. So help me God, that will not happen this time. But. That 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 is um that, that that's my catch up. Um, goat, how about you? How's your last week or two been? Uh, it's great. Um, I finished the one thing. Uh, I delivered the other things. <laughs> um. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, goats. I'd goats love to be more train of vagueness. Yeah, I'd love to be more specific, but I I I just can't. <laughs> He'll, be, he'll get there. It'll. It, we're not that we're far away closer. from Yeah, yeah we're getting like, real close like to it. A few weeks away for, for some of it, and then however much longer for the other half of it that is just purely goat. Yes. It's, I said this before, guys. I want to say it again. I don't even know what goat's talking about here. So. You really don't? You have no idea? <laughs> no, I know. I, have, I mean, I, I only have the vagaries that you've mentioned on show about how it's related to villains. Oh we need to but, fill you in yeah. after the show's well, over. Jesus. Yeah, I was saying we should probably get him up to speed, but he has been on uh, on the uh, the trot tour, so. <laughs> yeah, him. That's fair. No, at this point, you know what? I'll just wait for the surprise like everybody else. I'm okay with it. I don't want to have Christmas spoiled early for me, so I'll just wait. You're not going to use your insider information, your clout, to rub elbows with the, the backside information? Um, No, no, especially after you put it like that. That sounds kind of dirty, so no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, backside information was probably not the best word combination there. Yeah. Jonathan? Uh, let's see, what did I do this week? Uh, um, I spent a lot of time this week getting ready for uh, V's Frillin's 
uh, upcoming shows. We've talked about how I'm playing at the Anime Midwest coming up, but we are playing at the House of Blues in Chicago on July the 2nd, uh, which is a Saturday, the Saturday that precedes uh, 4th of July on Monday. Um, it's, it's a headlining show. We're going to be playing with our friends in El Famous and uh, Sky Machine, and uh, there's a couple other people associated with the act. Uh, but we, we've decided to debut our new costumes and our the test run of our new live show and some of the many vague things that Goat's talking about uh, on stage there. And um, it's a huge show for us because it's the first time we've performed a new, quote-unquote, new show in a long time. Um, and it's a stupid good deal for anybody that's going to come. So uh, the short version is, without being too long-winded, if you purchase tickets from us um, directly, you're going to get a, a ticket, and then you're going to get one that says comp. It's a voucher ticket, so it's a buy one, get one free program, and the tickets are including the shipping cost, $10.50. Um, $10 You'll get the, the voucher, but the, we didn't make this up. This is Live Nation and House of Blues doing this um, because it is a Saturday night headlining show. They don't have to do this. We asked them to do this or just meet us in the middle somewhere. You get the buy one, get one ticket, but you have to bring the second person. You guys have to be through the door before 8 p.m. or this, the comp ticket is void and they have to pay full price. So um, that them's the rules. I wish we had something better than that, but buy one, get one free is awesome. I think the idea is they want people to come in and watch all the bands, not just you know come and watch the headliner. They want everybody to partake in the goodness of the evening, which I, I get it. You know, um, the, the good news and is – And they is should. It, Yes, they should. The good news, though, is is that if you don't or can't use your comp ticket or you get there at 8.01 and they charge you full price, which they will, there's nothing we can do about that, so don't ask in advance. I would love to help you with it, but we're, that's out of our hands. Um, the tickets are only 10 bucks, so it's not soul-crushing. It's not going to break the bank, and you guys will still have a really good time and, and hang out. We're also going to play a bunch of new songs that we've been rehearsing. So that's what I've been doing, rehearsing, working on costume stuff. Um, I got some really insane boots that I'm wearing for this new show that weigh like fucking 10 pounds a piece. I'm not kidding. They're really heavy, so we'll see how that works out. Uh, oh, I boy. Maybe getting a new guitar for the show, too. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe. Please. Um, that would be... It's possible. on my Christmas list. That's true. Um, <laughs> but that that's it for me. Um, so, so very productive week. It's, it's just going to get more productive until uh, House of Blues and then Anime Midwest the week after that. So, uh, Charlie... Yes. But, uh, in the the smoldering wake of E3, what video games hit the market this week for the people to consume? Well, the, uh, the fervor and hunger of their video game. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> it. Well, consumers, um, get get your consumption uh, devices and apparati apparatuses apparatuses or something. Don't get the consumption. <laughs> Ready, uh, because on Tuesday, June 21st, Mighty Number no. 9 is finally getting its release on the PS4, PS3, Xbox 360, Xbox One, Wii U, PC, and Mac. Um, that's, of course, being the uh, Mega Man, but not Mega Man game uh, from uh, from uh, Kijay and Fune. Um, uh, Kickstarter uh, finally making its way out to all those platforms. Um, so uh, here's here's hoping it lives up to its promise. Uh, Deadlight. Leave it when the plastic is in my hands. Yes. <laughs> Which I don't know if that's is I'm not is there gonna be a physical release? I'm not even actually sure about that. I don't I, know. I think I like yeah, uh, according to Amazon there is supposed to I, be in my in my hands. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. Um okay, so uh Deadlight Director's Cut coming out on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. MXGP two is coming out on the 
PS4 and the Xbox One. Umbrella Core is coming out on the PS4 and the PC. Fallout 4 Contraptions Workshop Expansion Pack uh, is coming out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, Umbrella Core is also coming out on PC. I said that already. Thanks, Kutaku. Uh, Assemblance PS4. Uh, Drawful 2 on the PS4. Uh, Dream Owls Dream Quest on the PS4. Electronic Superjoy on the PS4. Funk of Titans. I still hate that name. Uh, coming out on the <laughs> PS4 and the Vita. Um, Pac-Man 256 coming out on the PS4. And Pirates Treasure Hunters also coming out like everything else on this list, literally on the PS4. Um, Friday, June 24th, uh, we're getting Mario and Sonic at the Rio 26 Olympic Games if they decide to go because they don't want to catch that virus. Uh, it's coming out on the Wii U. Uh, Tokyo Zyko virus or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, Michelle was just telling me before we started recording that apparently the Olymp all Olympians are giving the option to go because you might get this virus and then like that things will happen. So you don't have to go if you don't want to because this is apparently a horrible idea to have it here. Mm. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions uh, pound sign FE coming out on the Wii U. Uh, Zero, that's an acronym for something apparently, Z-E-R-O. Um, oh, or, uh, I'm sorry, Nero. Uh, nothing ever remains obscure. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, coming on the PS4. Mm -hmm. And Professional Farmer 2017 on the PS4. Yeehaw. Finally. Uh, yeah, uh, looking into the future coming soon. Uh, on Tuesday, June 28th, we're getting Terraria on the Wii U. Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens is coming out on everything. Grand Kingdom, uh, God Eater Resurrection, Zero Time Dilemma, Prison Architect. Prison Architect could be potentially interesting on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Grand Kingdom, the Technomancer, seven, seven, oh, oh, you played it? They have a little demo on the, the, the whatever that is the like the arc and all that stuff where they have the not games but games demos. It's on there. Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, Technomancer: Seven Ways to Die. Star Ocean: Integrity and Faithlessness coming on the PS4. And JoJo's Bizarre Adventure: Eyes of Heaven on the PS3 and PS4. And then uh, yeah, that. And then uh, finally uh, on Wednesday, June 29th, that um, Xbox One game Inside. That we saw a little bit of E3 is going to be coming out, so that's uh, just a little bit away from the from the makers of Limbo. So I'm 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 excited about that because good pedigree, guys. Uh, but yeah, so those are all of the games coming out for the PS4 and some other things on uh, uh, yeah. for the next couple of weeks. So what are you guys looking forward to playing? Nothing. I don't own PS4. Um, <laughs> I I very much interested in Mighty Number no. Nine. I'm I hope that it overcomes the unfortunate uh, advertising blitz that it saw through Deep Silver, which we talked about a few weeks ago on the show. But uh, look, KG and Afune always made good Mega Man games, and you know this is a lot of people are saying a non Mega Man Mega Man because rights were tied up, of course. So I, I'm hoping it's good. I'm, I'm hoping it it allows him to kind of exercise those demons, as it were. Uh, I also. I also have a passing interest in um, that that uh, Fallout 4 uh, workshop mod, uh, just because I think it's unique that they're letting you build like full vaults and letting you do like <laughs> like experiments on the people in the vaults and shit. It's kind of interesting, um, but uh, I, nothing else particularly uh, jumps out and grabs me otherwise. I'll, um, I'll actually agree with both of that statements. Of course, I will need to get to playing Fallout 4 to be able to to uh, to, to try that out for myself. But um, but yeah, high hopes for Mighty Number no. 9. We'll just have to see how that actually pans out. I think once you crack the seal on Fallout 4, you're going to be really glad you did. I think you'll like it a lot. Oh, I'm I am sure I will be. I'm not so sure Michelle will be. So <laughs> <laughs> we got to do it now while you're on like pony leave, man. Yeah. No. Seriously. 
that's it. Uh, but uh, but yeah. Um, so real quick, um, I just kind of want to throw out this out there. This isn't really video game related, but uh, we're all geeks here, and um, it's always sad when uh, when when somebody um, that uh, that that uh, well leaves our plane of existence. And so, uh, if, uh, so yeah. sad. If, uh, if you guys haven't heard the news, um, uh, actor Anton Yelchin, uh, who, um, if you've seen any of the any of J, the the J.J. Abrams reboot of Star Trek, has played Chekhov, died in a freak car accident today. Um, uh, today being Sunday, uh, June uh, June nineteenth. Um, uh, Twenty seven years old, too young, man, too uh, too young, not good. No, and they said it, I mean they're they're having to like investigate what went wrong because according to. The reports I read, he was found in a home in California, like in a garage, uh, pinned by his car. This was like there. The, I I don't know what the circumstances are, whether or not it was somebody hit his car and pushed it into him and crushed him, or but he was found pinned by his own vehicle. So I oh. apparently it was not a not a very good way to go. We'll say that. So uh, yeah, it's unfortunate, but uh, but yeah, so. Uh, R.I.P. Anton, and uh, I guess uh, go see his uh, what I what I presume is his last filmed work, and go see the new Star Trek movie when that when that comes out yeah, in a couple weeks yeah. here. it'll be somber. Now going to see that movie will have an air of sadness about it. It's really okay. that was like what was when was the last time that happened where an actor passed away and then his, then his, uh, then his last movie came out? Was Paul it um, Paul Walker? Paul Walker was one. There was somebody else. Um, um, uh, Heath Ledger. Oh yeah, that's true. Did he pass away before Batman actually came out? Yes. Is that what it, yeah, that, he that, passed yeah, that out in January of 2008. The movie came out over the yeah. end, it was June or something. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking of. So yeah, no, uh, no good. So, anyways, moving on. Um, God, John. So, so what have we all played this last week? Who wants to go first? Go. Not. Well, I guess I can. He was about um, to say, "Not it." Fuck you! You threw <laughs> the punch. Quick draw, like a fucking six shooter, man. All right, go ahead. That's a that's a one shooter, but okay. Um. What did I play this week? Do, do, do. Let me think. Oh, I um, <clears throat> went through the greatest racing game I have ever played in my life, and that would be <laughs> Trials of the Blood Dragon. Um, if you boys haven't bought it yet, you're doing it wrong. It's worth every penny of $15. Um, it actually has a story, which is new to a Trials game. <laughs> you, were, you were talking about this fairly... Uh fairly sweetly to Charlie and I in our in our Gamerhead radio chat and and Goat does not like it's not often that he's just like oh my god this fucking game but he did a little bit of that this week I was I, based on your endorsement alone I will pick this game up at some juncture because you do not you do not give strong endorsements often yeah yeah it's it's a wild little game it's about 4 hours 4 and a half hours um I just I sat down and just hammered it out one day and I was like oh well, I probably should go do something else now, because that wasn't in my schedule, but uh, well worth the time. Um, and then, what else have I played? I'm still playing Pokemon uh, Pokemon Pit Cross. Thanks, Charlie. Great, great, <laughs> awesome. Um, You're welcome, and, and I'm sorry. I love it when people politely call other people bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Charlie. Yeah. Pete says with contempt and disdain, <laughs> loving yeah. contempt and disdain. You're welcome, and um, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Um, and then, do, 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 let me think. I think that's about it. I think that's all I had time for, honestly. It it, it was really a busy week. <laughs> uh, John, what would you do when you're I... gaming? 
um, endeavors. I played a little bit more Titanfall. Um, I've been kind of amped up for the release of the second game, though, from what I'm hearing about the multiplayer, the changes they're making to the multiplayer, I'm actually very unhappy about some of the changes they're making. So we will see uh, whether or not I pick it up upon release. I had aimed to do so because I enjoyed and got so much time out of the first game, but they're making some changes that just don't make any fucking sense to me. Um, that are a step backwards and in some ways kind of doing the opposite of what they set out to do. They set out to kind of be the Call of Duty killer and now they're kind of including some things. Like Call of Duty said, we're not going to do what Titanfall did and then Black Ops 3 did, stole a bunch of shit from Titanfall and then Titanfall is now stealing a bunch of shit from Black Ops 3 and um, I, it's just, I don't know, uh, some of the changes they're making are kind of cartoony and stupid and I'm not excited about them. So we'll see. I, I Reserve judgment for when I get my hands on it, but played a little bit of Titanfall. Um, I played some, uh, um, a little bit of, um, fuck, help me, goat racing game. Free games <laughs> gold, my fucking brain's not working. The crew? Oh, Rocket League. The crew. The crew. Oh, the crew. Oh, no, no, don't, let me tell you about fucking Rocket League. So the free play. I got in some of that this week, too, because I. free play days, I did sport. play on Monday. I did play because it went through Monday, and uh, I played it until they cut it off, and fuck if I'm not heartbroken that it's over and I don't actually own it, nor do I have the folding money to buy it right now um, if I'm going to continue to be a responsible husband and father. Um, because goddamn, do I love that game. Like, I haven't had that yeah, much fun you, playing the game in a long time. You turned into a Rocket junkie pretty quickly. Oh, God. And Goat and I, Goat and I played Rocket League together um, on Sunday evening and got in there and had angry, a, angry John. a blast. Very angry John. <laughs> no, not Andrew John. You know, I, um, he's called me things on stage that I don't repeat. He calls me worse things in Rocket League when you don't pass in the ball. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> I didn't call you anything. I called those fuckfaces on the other team things, but I didn't call you anything. Um, we'll say that John John was competitively salty because he hates losing people who are bad at a game. So, um, yeah, it was fun. It's just insane fun. Um, I also acquired for Father's Day because my son uh, is clearly a man of taste, and uh, Grace went out and you know he drove to the store with his own money and bought me a copy of Overwatch for Father's Day. Um, oh, at least he's getting his chores done. Oh. Yes, yes. So I've been playing <laughs> Overwatch uh, for the last two days, and that is also just stupid fun, just ridiculous fun. <laughs> and for the fact that there's no story mode. I said it before during the beta, and I'll say it now that I own a retail copy. An insane amount of variety for a first-person shooter. You can play one character in that game and play them for hours straight and not figure out all of the nuances of that one character and then switch to another one and start over. And you have to relearn how to play this character because it's almost like playing a fighting game or, like, what if you took a fighting game and, like, elements of, like, an RPG and smash them together into a first-person shooter, and that's this is what would come out of the other end. Wow. It's just so much fun. Well, there's a character named Mercy in the game. Mm-hmm. That is, and she's like an angel. Like She looks like an angel. She's got like mechanical wings, which I have a redemption code goat to have her wings in Diablo. It's very cool. Um, different goats. No one likes a bragger, John. Yes, uh, different wings than the ones that I have. But um, <laughs> she's like an angel-type character, and every character has like a left trigger and a right trigger kind of fire mode. Um, and then left and right bumper kind of special moves, and then when their power-up gauge powers up, a 100% like this is my bad motherfucker move, right? And 
her right trigger move is if you're within proximity of a character, it heals them, like actively heals them. You have to it, like a little square targeting box comes up around them. You hold right trigger, it heals them. The um the left trigger, or I'm sorry, is right bumper. I think you know, <laughs> semantics. Um, instead of healing them, it augments their damage. It it buffs them. It makes their damage output higher. And you can go back and forth, like on the fly, between buffing them and healing them. And then um, let's say you need to get to a guy that needs healing really bad, but you can't get to him quickly. She has, if you hit left bumper, she f uses her wings and flies fucking like rapidly to them. It like auto-targets you to them so you can fly up close enough. It brings you within range to heal them if they're in danger of being killed. Uh, and then her big bad motherfucker move, I believe, is this. she just heals everybody um, actively within range of where she's standing and then there's one guy who can switch between making everybody run really fast and healing them and then he has a move that amplifies whether you're running fast and makes them run faster and then heal faster like there's all these different things there are tanks there are uh, builders ranged people and support people like there's all these crazy ways to play this game um, and it's really as first person shooters go brilliant um, so I can see why everybody's on board with it. There's just a lot of flexibility for being a multiplayer-only shooter. So you have you have officially drunken the Kool-Aid. Sounds like I drank the Kool-Aid during the beta. Now oh, right. it's yeah, you know. Now it's just it's a mainline. Now he's got his Nikes. That's what it is. I have a Kool-Aid IV. <laughs> that's what it is. All right. So that's everything I played this week. Charlie, what about you? So first off, um, I finished Tomb Raider. Um, finished the story and managed Excellent. to. Excellent. Yeah, and then I also oh, managed. Thank you, thank you. And I uh, also managed to 100% the in-game content. So um, all the collectibles, uh, all like, the little shit, things. Holy shit, dude. You're yeah. not a 100% guy. How did that happen? Um, I, It got down to the point where I was I was seeking out stuff just simply to to buff myself. Like, you know, like, you know, ah. to, to, to uh, you know, to pick up skill points and stuff like that. And then it got to the point where, like, I'm nearing the end of the game, and it gave me one of those save points with the pop-up message that says, like, by the way, if you go past here, you can't go back until you beat the game. And then so I said, oh, well, let me take a look and just see if there's anything else I really want to get before I go. And then I look, and I'm like at 89% overall completion. So I'm just like, well, just screw it. I'm close enough. I'll go through. And so I got a – so, yeah, I managed to go through everything. I got a hundred, a couple um, – a bunch of achievements, you know, for, for maxing out, like, a bunch of stuff. And so um, – but, yeah, no. Um, the uh, the ending of the game was nowhere near, for me, as interesting as as um, um, as the last Tomb Raider, you know, as the first game in the reboot. Um the um, it was kind of predictable a little bit, um, but uh, I mean it was it was absolutely worth playing. Still a gorgeous game, still a really fun game to play. Um, it was definitely um, a a progression of what they started, not not a further evolution by any means. I would say um, uh, some uh, some decent plot twists in there, but um, overall, I, you know, I I. So if I had to do like a quick mini review of it, I would say that um, that if you you should play this game, if you played and enjoyed the last one, I mean this is a no-brainer. Um, if if you haven't played the last one, if you like like Uncharted style gameplay, um, <clears throat> assuming you played that or have a sense of what it's like, um, but uh, with um, just with some extra game mechanics in there um, about like upgrading your weapons and stuff like that, it's just a little more in depth. You know, um, I would say that this is absolutely worth playing if you. You should not play this game um, if you. I can't really. I, I mean, there were there were no deal breakers for me with this game at all. Nothing I can think of um, directly. Um, uh, if you don't like action games, don't play this game. I guess that's all I can really think of. Um, so let's see. Aside from that, uh, like Goat, I also picked up and played um, Trials of the Blood Dragon. 
Um, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, I'm so bummed that I didn't. Now that I know that you have it. Fuck, I should have got it. How much oh, is I, it? It's, I think, 15. Um, yeah, 15 bucks. It's worth every dollar. Unfortunately, there is no multiplayer aspect aside from just being able to, you know, you know, if, if you replay a course, you can see where your friends are. Like, a little, like, head indicates, like, where they were at. So you can just, like, race against oh. them in, in an indirect way. Um, so you didn't deal with my little floating head this entire time? Only on the couple times where I went back to replay a course. Um, the oh, first okay. time, the, no, the first time you go through it, just lets you play the level. Um, okay. But um, but only uh, only on the replays. But um, yeah, I mean, like if if you played any of the Trials games, then this play this. Oh my God! If you played and enjoyed Blood Dragon, you know the, the Far Cry Blood Dragon, um, you know game that came out a couple of years ago. This is completely different, but still, I mean, like it's it's in the same vein. It's in the, it's definitely come for, it's cut from the same cloth. Um, so definitely, definitely um, pick that up and try it out. Um, having a lot of fun did, with that. Did, did, did it? Did the humor of it? Uh, did the the humor of it live up to the trailer that, that they showed at E3? Because that trailer was great. I would I would say yes, absolutely, oh, yes. absolutely. Um, the it's a great um, crossover game too. It really is. Yeah, I mean, like if if somebody had said to me previously, what would happen if we took Trials and Far Cry Blood Dragon? Like, how do you think that work as a game? I'd be like, that no. Like, what are you even talking about? Yeah. That's like that's like it's like oil and vinegar almost. But no, it, it worked out great. It, 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 I mean, like whoever's idea this was, I hope they got a raise because it was pure brilliance. Um, uh, and then so finally, then the last thing I tried was is um, um you know if uh, this week I think by the time this recording comes out it may have ended. So if you're watching this live, um if you haven't gotten a chance to play the um the first level of Doom, which is available as a free demo. Um, Ooh, I right, forgot about that. Is that still up? It it was playable as of today, which is when I just played it. I will um, get to it after the show. Um, but uh, but yeah, definitely check that out. Um, it is it is. I mean, Bethesda does can do no wrong. I'm pretty sure. And so what what they did with the Doom property and the Doom license, I mean, it's just it's it's perfect. Um, the um, so uh, so for free, you're able to play through basically just the first like like sort of like the introduction and then like the first full level of the game. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's everything that you, that you, that, it, like, you know, it, it is Doom, like, you know, with the, with the color key cards and just, like, just the, the way that the game is, like, all the things you remember from Doom, like, they're staples, they're all there, and, um, but it's, it's, it's glorious. I mean, like, the fact that we've gotten excellent reboots now of Wolf, both Wolfenstein and Doom, I mean, it kind of makes me wonder, I feel like we should go back into, maybe, maybe we should do a show where we go back and look at old games. I think we've done, we've, I think we've done a game about reboots before, but it might be time to revisit that, because I don't yeah, think any of... Yeah, there's a shitload well, of them coming we, out now. It, we've yeah. got Quake coming, too. And Quake too, yeah. So um, now now we just need Hexen. Do a, and, uh, yeah. Oh, dude, we should do a nineteen ninety five callback. Yeah, no, seriously. You know what we should talk? You know what we should do? What we're we're in two thousand six. We should talk about what was what was popular ten years ago. That's what we should do. We should do a uh, what was going on ten years ago show. I am all for it. But um, but yeah, no, that's everything that I played this week. Um, I, I'm uh, after this, I will be going back into and finishing Uncharted Four, and then I think after that, it's going to be time to dive into Fallout Four. So, right on. That's uh, that, that that's game. I am I am putting off playing all of my open world games, and honestly, after watching E3 2016, which I, we'll talk about here shortly, I told I told Megan while we were watching the Sony press conference, I was like, fuck. Man, like everybody's making these vast open world games, and you know they're gonna be like 18 to 25 hours, maybe more. <sighs> I still, there's not enough fucking hours in the day to play everything, dude. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. 
But uh, but all right. So I, I believe that is what we did this last week in video games. John, so, Mr. Show Driver. That's right. I am. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm driving this show right into a ditch. Um, <laughs> buckle up, assholes. No. Oh, um, so uh, in the wake of the news that we we covered extensively on Wednesday, um, we decided that we were going to follow up with uh, a couple of things. First and foremost. Our thoughts and reflections on E3, because spewing all of that news ad nauseum, even though we threw um, little chunks and bits of information your way about what we thought in the moment, we did not really get to discuss opinions um, and feelings about the show. So we're going to talk about our opinions and feelings about the show, then we're going to talk about our predictions and which ones of them came true and which ones of them um, clearly dictate that we should probably mind our own fucking business and stop giving our opinions about things. <laughs> um, so, let's go ahead and start. Uh, why, why don't we go down the list and talk about uh, you know the show just as we did last week or, or a couple of days ago during the uh, you know news roundup. Let's talk about the show in the order in which um, the press conferences took place. Electronic Arts. Um, did you guys any thoughts or feelings about not only the show but the uh, the lineup for the games announced as well? I really feel like they phoned it in. The um. You know, there's aside from a, a very few number of surprises, pseudo surprises like like Titanfall 2 having single player. Um, you know, Mass Effect they might they might as well have not have shown it. They didn't really tell us anything interesting. Uh, that about it. more than anything during the show bothered the shit out of me because that game has been announced for long enough that we should have gotten more than like look at this gameplay on the developer's computer screen and we're gonna say what we feel are inspirational things about development and games and space travel and fuck that man. Like, give us some gameplay. I, I, I have a, a general credo, I think, that I've landed on for E3, which I'll share a little bit later, but go ahead, Charlie. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. Um, I mean, that was all I was going to say about about Mass Effect. Um, the, um, you know, like, having having um, uh, Jamie Foxx and um, whatever that other guy's name is there, I mean, they're... <laughs> that was so awkward, man. Mr. High School Musical. I mean, it's just yeah, like... Yeah, exactly like, yeah, Zach Efron, thank you. Um, you know, the to me that is like the epitome of like trying too hard. It's like we have to connect with our younger audiences. Let's throw celebrities at them. Why? Why do you think that's necessary? I just I don't know. I hope they didn't pay for them to be there. That's all I can say because it was a waste of money if you ask me. Um, the uh, what they showed about Star Wars was um, um, my my notes here. I didn't mention this last week. I showed last week my notes that I had. My notes on on everything on their Star Wars block was over overproduced. Yay! Like they, <laughs> they, it seemed like they put more time and effort into like their little video with like green screened in and like CG like characters running around and like all these little like Star Wars like little things in the background. Like they put more time and effort and money into that than they did into any of the games that they showed us. So it's but, like, but was that a facetious yeah. yay? Um, it, I mean, it was yay that all this Star Wars stuff is coming. I mean, like, I'm a Star Wars nerd, so, I mean, like, I'm excited for that, but um, I, uh, I I feel like their their showing of their Star Wars stuff that's coming was, was overproduced, and I, I feel like, I don't know, I, it's kind of unnecessary, if you ask me. All right, fair enough. Goat, any thoughts on their show? Uh, I would just say it's EA. It's it's and, and, and this is for Charlie. Mm. It was the same pony. Just a different writer this year. <laughs> all right, right on. All right. Um, my my thoughts on it ultimately are that of all the press conferences that usually show, E3s is the most stiff and corporate and corporate bubbly and 
I get the impression while watching EA's press conferences that they suffer from a similar problem to Microsoft, which is these are companies that live inside of their own corporate bubble. You hear that term a lot in the business world, corporate bubble, corporate culture, whatever you want to call it, and you, you get the impression that there's no – there's not much outside of that world, that they are one of those companies that – like, you know that scene in Temple of Doom? <laughs> you know that scene in the Temple of Doom – where the uh, where the thuggy cultists make Indiana Jones drink from the head that features the tainted blood of the cult, and they 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 make him drink of the cult, and he becomes one of the cult, and you know all he says is you know, Molaram Sudaram Molaram Sudaram. Well, that's I feel like that's what EA and it sometimes to certain degrees Microsoft does to their people. They they like browbeat you into you use the corporate fucking lingo you talk about our products there is nobody outside of our company we are number one we are the premier like you get the impression that they're really delusional like it's one of those uh like they're both companies that say just because we say something is so it must be so even when like everybody outside of their corporate sphere of influence is like you guys are fucked up man you delusional (laughs) shit what are you talking about everybody can see the writing on the wall except for you and then they just get their fingers in the air going, la, 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 I can't hear you. Um, that's the vibe I get from their press conferences. And I like Jade Raymond, but I said it last week. I'm going to say it again. Do not talk about your games. Do not refer to them as a portfolio of Star Wars games. You, We are not investors. We don't want to be investors. We are not trade show people, you're not selling your games to us in the traditional fashion that you're trying to convince a board of trustees or people who are sitting in a a chair to, you're not trying to sell to us that way. Don't refer to your games as portfolio, like the portfolio of Star Wars games. That is soulless and mechanical and everybody hates it. And I suspect, Jade Raymond, that you secretly hate it too. You just do it because that's the position you're in. So don't talk about your games like that. It's horrible. Just following um, orders. I know, man. She's the head of the company. John, John, you have to talk to the the the, the dollars to uh, to get more dollars. I'm gonna say this though. I'm gonna say this though. Um, the people who made um, Super Meat Boy, the people who uh, Jonathan Blow who made Braid, um, anybody who has ever produced an independent game. Um, Including, uh, including the myriad of beautiful independent titles we've played in the last couple of years, do not talk to people that way, and they have sold millions of copies. So I'm gonna say that that yeah, that's not necessary. Stop treating people like dollar signs. There you go. That's what video gamers want: is to not be treated like microtransaction Pac-Man heads. So I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, and speaking of indie games, like the one, the one, the one, my favorite thing that came, that, that came out of the EA conference, and this is not saying much because, mm-hmm. um, you know, that uh, there was a lot of things I didn't like. So you know, but the the, the best thing that they that they came out with was their whole like indie program that they're starting up. Um, and um, I just wish that they had picked a game other than a game that was a clone of another game to to uh, to launch it with. Because I mean, like Faye is very clearly. I mean, like whoever. If if they are if if they are not very aware that Faye is visually very like incredibly similar to Ori in the Blind Forest, and they are not paying attention at all, um, because I mean the more I look at it, I mean like it's just Ori just in 3D. I mean like it's that's yeah. that's that's what it is. So 
I don't know. I mean, like, I'll, 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 I'm, I'm not writing it off because of that fact. And like, I'm, I'm interested in it because I like that style of game. But um, I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. I guess, I guess this is crossing now into the area of, I, I guess, what do you do? Like, you guys as artists and musicians, let's say that you, that you, like, let's say that you guys write a song and you, you're in love with the song and you're about to release a song, and then another band releases a song that sounds exactly like yours and so now you're in the position where if you release that song people are just going to say it was a ripoff even though everything that you made everything that you you know everything that you did all the build-up and the writing and everything happened before you heard this other thing but there's no way to convince the public of that i mean like what do you do who you know who was it somebody was just talking about how they oh i just read this not two days ago they were talking about that they developed built and put something out before this other thing, but this other thing broke through and became popular, and they felt really angry about it, but there was nothing they could do in regards to copyright laws. Um, for me, we've had a lot of people compare V's for Villains to a bunch of different bands. One of The one we get the most often, believe it or not, is Mindless Self-Indulgence, which I consider a compliment because I like that band. Um, but I don't know. For me, if, if we write something... And then somebody else writes something that sounds similar similar to it or close to it, and then they put that thing out. Um, it depends for me. I would rather shelve what I have written or created uh, than put it out and be compared to something that came after me. You know, I would just I would shelve it and build something from scratch. That's just me. I don't know. Maybe maybe just shelve it at least for a time period to yeah. where the it puts yeah. a distance between it and the other thing. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Or or retool what I have in order to separate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make concessions and cuts. Yeah, it, it's tough because there's there's the matter of artistic integrity. It's like why should I have to change my vision just because somebody else happened to have a similar vision? But at the same time, there's mm -hmm. yeah, there's public perception and awareness. So yeah, well, that's not a, a also copyright and speed. <clears throat> I mean, personally, I've I've written riffs, <clears throat> and then like later in life they'll they'll pop up somewhere else, and I'm like, oh, all right, and I'll just throw it away. I'm like, yeah, you guys beat me to it. Yeah, <laughs> it's my own fault for not putting it out in the world faster. Yeah. Well, um, you guys have any more thoughts on EA before I move on? Um, I I thought that um, I, I don't know. I thought they had an okay presentation. Battlefield One looks interesting. Uh, the Amy Hennig Star Wars Untitled Star Wars game. I'm very interested in that just because of Amy Hennig's pedigree as a writer and a, a game producer. Um, and Titanfall 2, but I like I said, I'm a little disappointed with the direction they're taking with that. If what I heard was true, so that's it for me. Okay. All right, then I suppose Bethesda would be next. Go with unless you had anything more. You're right. I believe you're right. Um, no, we can move on to Bethesda. Okay. Quake, just thank you, Quake. I mean, like it's it's not it's not for me because I'm not a competitive arena multiplayer game, but I just I love the fact that they're bringing Quake back. Um, it's uh, I will I will enjoy watching other people play it. <laughs> right on. So let me ask you a question. Like, I have played exactly one competitive multiplayer game with you, and that game was Titanfall, which you bought for six bucks and seven bucks, and you bought go to copy. Aside from the lack of story-based content, for a game that you paid $7 for, what is it that deters you from playing multiplayer shooters? Is it, is, it a, is it a frustration level of dealing with people who have been playing it for months in advance themselves? Is it that you don't play multiplayer shooters? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no nothing, nothing like that. It, it's a matter of, I mean, it's, if I'm playing with a bunch of randos, and then, then yes, it, then I, 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 the times where I have tried to do that with, like, you know, 
with the various times I've, I've attempted Halo or Battlefield or whatever, um, <clears throat> Halo multiplayer, just because I had it and I wanted to see if I could snag a few achievements. Um, sure, sure. It's Yes, my frustration levels usually came down to the fact that these people all live and breathe these games, and I don't, and so I was at a severe disadvantage. Um, but, I mean, like, that that's, that is not the reason why I don't... I don't play them more than I do. It's more of a matter of that I have a, I have precious limited time to devote to my gaming, and so it's it, when when it comes to me me deciding what I'm going to play and what I'm going to spend my time on, it's going to be progressing through games so I can move on to the next game, not just spending more time on a game for just you know for the for the quote unquote fun of it. Um, um, I mean, like, if we all happen to own a game that that we all ha- that that has multiplayer, I'm I will will not. And you know, if we said like, hey, we should play like with Grand Theft Auto. I mean, like, you know, it's like, you know, I'm not a multiplayer guy, but you guys want to play some Grand Theft Auto multiplayer? Yes, I absolutely want to do that. And so it, it's not that I won't do it. It's just that me on my own, like, I just it's the time is for me is more valuable vi- valuably spent on getting through the stories in these other games that I want to get through just because I've got so many on my backlog it's so funny that you take that position with it too though because maybe maybe the difference is just like I've I've been playing multiplayer competitive multiplayer games since as far back as I could as far back as I could do it so maybe it's an issue of just like I, I nurture that Twitch skill that people talk about often, so I can jump into like I have this unique thing with uh, and anybody who plays multiplayer uh, shooters will will understand and know what I'm talking about. I know people who my brother's one of these people. If I put an Xbox One controller in his hand and tell him to play the same competitive multiplayer game that I've been playing on the Xbox One, he can't do it comfortably because he is acclimated to the side by side thumbsticks on a PlayStation Four controller. I do not have that gaming handicap. I can pick up any controller, keyboard, mouse, um, Xbox. I mean, like, I could pick up an N64 controller and fucking throw down on GoldenEye like nothing. I have this thing from playing competitive multiplayer shooters for most of my life where I don't have, I don't have the discomfort learning curve that comes with the adjustment of picking up a controller outside of my comfort zone. I can just 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, and... I might suck for that 15 minutes, but I've got it after that. And um, so maybe that's the difference. Maybe there's that – I don't have that discouragement of going, fuck, I'm going to have to put work into learning these games. But I play competitive multiplayer shooters because after playing a game like Metal Gear or even something that's an 8-, 10-hour game like Quantum Break or even like reasonably paced, I can play four matches of Overwatch. I can play – what did we play, Goat? Eight matches, maybe, of Rocket League. Ten matches of Rocket League. Um, it, was, it was a while of them. Yeah, we, it was a couple hours we played. I can play that, and then I'm done. Like, I'm not locked into, like, fuck, I, I left on a cliffhanger with Metal Gear, so I gotta go back and play five more hours of <laughs> Metal Gear, you know? Or Witcher. I'm still only, like, 12 hours into Witcher, and I want to get back to it, but I find the, the task of completing it daunting. So I find it interesting, I guess, is what I'm saying, that you stray from competitive multiplayer shooters because you don't want to deal with the time commitment of it, having limited time, and I play them because I have limited time. It's kind of an interesting juxtaposition. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I know that was really long-winded. I just, I had thoughts on that. Wow, you just, like, totally tore his entire defense down. No, no, not at all. I I, I completely support Charlie's reasoning for, for not playing... Competitive multiplayer shooters. I guess Charlie. I was just waxing. I was just waxing on whether or not I think 
that it's a result of the difference of just like I play them all the time, so I don't feel that steep learning curve of like fuck, I'm gonna get stomped on all the time because I don't play these often, you know. See, I just don't play them because there's multiple players and it's people I don't want to deal with. Mm. That is a big thing too. I really don't enjoy listening to people. Uh, I'm just mute everybody now on Xbox Live, <laughs> which I know sounds horrible, but um, our uh, listener Dustin Falconer has a couple of a uh, couple of things. He asked whether or not there is a story mode for Overwatch, or if it's just a player versus player deathmatch type game. Dustin, it is a player versus player deathmatch type game. Uh, there are little short film movie type things that you can watch on YouTube on the Overwatch channel that kind of fill in some of the lore. You can find a lot of the lore. It's really worth checking out. Even if you don't like the game, just watch the short films. They're amazing. Um, so yeah, that, that's, uh, that's my answer there. But I have derailed. I have Dick Train derailed the show <laughs> terribly. So let's get back on track here. Um, what were we, what were we talking I, about? Quake. Uh, Quake. Quake. Well, well, just Bethesda in general. Um, I, I'm excited for Prey. Um, the more I think about it, the more, the more, uh, the more I approve of this, 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 this step that they took. You I've know, watched the, it a couple times, and it looks really sharp. Yeah, the um, the uh, you know what what they were showing for Prey two a couple of years ago when they kind of showed off that pre-rendered gameplay like concept video that um that they had a, a couple of years ago. I thought looked, I was I was excited for that, and so I'm I'm a little bit bummed that that game has been has been canceled and has turned into this. But I'm I'm coming to terms with that. The more I the more I look at this new reborn prey, um, it, I think it looks really interesting and really uh, potentially very compelling. And I mean and I mean Bethesda is constantly just knocking out of the park with these games, especially when it comes to reboots. I mean, look at Doom. I mean, like Doom is you know they they took something that's very simple at its core and just made it this just just this awesome thing. And so you know if uh, especially if they if they manage to keep some of the gameplay mechanics from the original prey, like prey was. You know, was I think came before Portal in terms of like you know like having a, you know having like those like with uh, with like the Portal effects where you could like jump through a room and like be in like a different place and everything like the way the Prey implemented that like it didn't have a, it wasn't part of a gun but it did have those mechanics in there long before I think Portal did, um, and so you know they had a lot of really good ideas in that game and also like the you know the zero gravity um, gameplay like when you're walking up walls and everything like there were a lot of great ideas in that game it was just it was just a lot of poor implementation just on like just just on, on like the packaging so if they keep some of those great ideas and don't you know, put them into this new reborn prey I, I'm sold I'm really looking forward to it yeah goat any thoughts on their press conference yeah, I mean it's Bethesda I mean <laughs> did you guys have any feelings about it was Skyrim here. <laughs> What's that? I'm sorry. Did, did you guys have any uh, any thoughts or feelings on Dishonored 2? I maybe I want to go back and play one. the first one. Really? I mean, like, well, uh, maybe want to go back and give it another shot. I guess is is what I should say. Um, like uh, like we talked about before, it's like we, you know a couple of us like we tried Dishonored, and it's like we we get why. Well, maybe I shouldn't speak for you guys. I get why other people like it. I just couldn't wrap my head around it. Like, I I understand. That's the weird thing about that game. And you, I heard people say that live during the like post show like uh, opinion panels. Like, people agree that there were elements there that that everybody understood why people enjoyed it, but that ultimately, and I mean, this is my big problem with it. It was so goddamn boring. It was so boring. Um, I wanted the. I didn't hate it though. It was just really mediocre. Yeah. 
But yeah, uh, across to me as a first-person Assassin's Creed, and I was like, no, this is definitely it, not it for me. It really isn't. Right. Though. It, I mean, you can play it stealthy. You don't have to play it stealthy, though. You can just go in there guns blazing in most cases and just get it done. So the stealth is kind of an option. Not even the stealth part, just the aesthetic and the whole like look of it. I was like, uh, yeah, whatever. No, I definitely feel like it wanted to be played. Um, it wanted to be played stealthily. Like it was the levels were designed with that intention. And so if you didn't play it that way, I feel like you ran into problems. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it was whispering to you. Charles, yeah, play me stealthily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please don't never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> it's dishonored. Me. <laughs> um, yikes. um but uh but yeah uh fallout 4 content looks cool um i uh, it i'm a little bit worried that it seems like the you know their that their season pass content is going to be more um you know contraptions and stuff fallout for their sims. world yeah more fallout sim stuff and not not actual like story expansions like with fallout 3 um but uh you know we'll we'll, we'll see how that goes um, Skyrim remastered, I think is, I think it was the right thing to do. I think it looks, it looks, the the, the effort that they put into it was is is clear and obvious. But um, yeah, but who hasn't so, played that by now? What's that? Who hasn't played that by now? Me. <laughs> you haven't well, played I mean, Skyrim at all? But I'm saying like people who were like really into that, the Elder Scrolls and all that, they've already played it like the one time. They played it again when they added the phone book version of it. And now they're going to play it a third time? No, they're no, probably no. not. No, no, no. I'm sure that there are plenty of people that didn't play it the first time, maybe because, you know, I mean, got to remember, go, people, people, uh, there are new gamers being added to the gaming world every single day, you know, whether it's people buying, you know, getting their first gaming console, or whatever. There, there are plenty of people out there whose Xbox One is their first gaming console, so, or PlayStation 4, I should say. Um, so it's, uh, you know, I, it's, it's not just for people who had the opportunity to play it the first time, it's also for people who didn't because they either couldn't or whatever. So, you know, it's, I, I'm sure so it's a blatant cash in. Well, I, well uh, you... aren't all business decisions? I mean, I mean, clearly some, somebody in their office decided that it was going to be financially beneficial for them to remake this game. And so the that, thing that's is, why they did it. That financially beneficial, yeah, because people are – the only thing that seems to be bothering people about it is this. Financially feasible to remake this game and repackage it? Yes. But are you taking advantage of, of suckers? Most definitely. Because it was one thing before modding was capable, like modding was possible on the consoles. But with Fallout 4, you see that mods are totally possible now. The thing is, is that the modding community has stated almost all of these things that they are charging you a premium for, we are giving to you for free. Why the fuck would you pay them for a premium package when you could just install the mods for free and not only get, in most cases, comparable quality, but in some cases, better quality and more variety than what they're giving you. So uh, the people who... The PC community thinks they're being really, really shitty to the dumb console people, quote-unquote. I'm going to say... I'm doing air quotes for people who are listening to the recorded show. I'm a console and PC person. I don't... The, the dividing lines blur for me. I don't care. But the PC community feels as though anybody on the console side that buys this is being a sucker because now you can mod on consoles, so why would you pay them for something you could get for free? And why, worse yet, God, as far as they're concerned, God damn it, Bethesda, why are you taking advantage of the people who may not be aware that mods exist? It's foolish and it's rude and it's shitty. So... 
I'm not saying I agree one way or the other. I'm, that's just the perspective of the. I other. mean, I, I can understand the argument from those people's line of thinking, but this game was not meant for them. Like yeah. it wasn't like, you know, the uh, you know that that market segment was not at all in there. It's it that's not the customer, and so you know it's I I can understand why they why they might be a little salty about it, I guess, but they also at the same time need this to take a step back and realize that this that this re-release is not meant for them. It's plain and simple. So no now knowing what I just said though, Charlie, do you feel any compulsion? Do you do you feel like you would rather save the money and install a handful of mods that would do what they're doing? On my Xbox One? Yeah. If you could, if you had the option to do so. Well, but I don't. Do that? That, that, that's kind of the point. Like, I, I, you can't mod, you know, uh, uh, Skyrim, like the well, 360 version well, of Skyrim. Well, but here's the thing. So They're bringing Fallout 4 mods to the Xbox One, so why couldn't they bring Skyrim mods to the Xbox One? They are bringing Skyrim mods to the Xbox One re-release. Well, there you go. Then why not just take those? <laughs> That's my point. Why not? Because just I need to buy Skyrim to do that. So I'm not sure what you're asking me. Well, I, I don't know. It's just I don't know. If you don't feel like they're at all being, um, as, I mean, almost doubly so because they're giving you the option to mod the game that you're buying when you could just put those very same. If they just gave you the core game, relatively untouched, and then said, uh, please have at it, mod, mod freely, mod as you wish, and then make a comparable product. You don't think that's negative? No, not in the slightest. Huh. The, um, the, I mean, like, I, I, think, I think the fact that they're allowing you to include your mods kind of negates a big part of that argument because they're not, they're not sticking it to the modding community because they're saying, you know, if you guys don't like what we did, then go ahead and mod, mod away. But, um, the, uh, I, you know, just at its core, I don't think that's, that offering a remastered package to people who either didn't or didn't cho- to either chose not to like myself, or um, weren't able to play the old version. I mean, like if if they're you know I've I've moved on. I don't even have my Xbox 360 hooked up anymore. So I mean, like it's 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 not that I don't have the option to play Skyrim. I own a 360 copy of of the complete edition of Skyrim. I just never put it in my console. So I mean, like it's but. At, at this point, the the interest, just the you know, just just the formula for whether or not I would I would go back to the old 360 version of Skyrim, like I I've moved on, like it's it's just of no interest to me. So if they were if they were to simply let's say for example just enable backwards compatibility on the 360 version of Skyrim on on the Xbox One, I mean okay that that would be nice, but still like it's gonna. I mean, like, as far as 360 games go, it's aged pretty well. But, I mean, it's still clearly not, you know, a, a native Xbox One game. And to so, their credit, the before and after shots from both the Xbox 360 and Xbox One versus PS3 and PS4, they were really not. I mean, the light shafts in particular were, I mean, just the lighting looked fantastic. Yeah, but I mean, like, I I'm not a PC gamer. I will most likely never be a PC gamer, and so that that you know, any 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 conversation or solutions about involving PC gaming. It's just like, oh, just play it on PC. It looks better anyways. Uh, like, you know, I mean, that, that's not an option for me. I don't want it to be an option for me. I have zero interest in being a PC gamer just because it, it's... Given it's that you're such a tech-centric worth... person, that has always blown my mind. Remind it, me to have a conversation with you about that off the air. I would love to pick your brain. I will tell you exactly why. It's because I can't leave shit alone. And so if I had a gaming PC, I would be endlessly overclocking and modding it and screwing with it to the point where it breaks. And it's just, I am saving myself the frustration. I just, I have okay, my Xbox One, I put the disc in, it works, and I'm happy. <laughs> Here's what I will say to you and anybody else who does not play PC games that has the option to, though. There is a wealth of wonderful, wonderful, awesome, amazing, beautiful, smart, um, wild, wild west pushing the envelope games that never see release on consoles that you should 
be looking for on the PC. For anybody, not just Charlie, but anybody listening at home who asks why the fuck should I bother playing PC games, or I hate the PC community because they do that whole master race, like rub it in my face oh. bullshit, because I know people who hate that. That, that. that is also one of my reasons, yes. You can ignore that community just as easily as you mute people and idiots on Xbox Live or PlayStation Network. You know, you don't need them in order to enjoy good games. There is a wealth of games that will never see publishment on, uh, or publication, publishment's not a word, publication on, <laughs> uh, I, I found it, I corrected it, that will never see publication on consoles that are worth your time on the PC. Anyways, if you're not sure what they are, message me or send me a tweet at the Fallon Flynn and I will tell you what you should play on the PC. And, and how to avoid the PC elite. And I have absolutely no doubt about that, but I don't have time to play the games that I do have. I certainly don't want to expand my options. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the stress level of my fucking Steam library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I have a Steam library too. Thank you, Humble Bundle. But, Yay. um, yeah. But, and uh, then and then Goat fell asleep and was probably <laughs> quietly surfing porn over there on his browser while we talked about shit and bored him to tears. He, he generally it looks like he might might be sleeping with his eyes open right now. Might be. No, I just kind of tuned out. <laughs> any 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 thoughts or feelings on the uh, the VR versions of Fallout 4 and Doom? Of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's going to take their first person game and make it VR this year to cash in. Well, from what I heard, a lot of people were kind of disappointed with uh, the PC versions of those uh, representations because you do not have full control movement. You kind of get to like warp around the play space and do very limited things because it's early technology, um, not full games. Um, listener Dustin Falconer asks, Doom is going VR? Um not entirely, I, Dustin. I recommend that you, uh, I recommend that you look into Follow that. Re, yeah, read up on the articles and and learn what it was they're presenting. It is the infancy. It's them testing the waters for how to make those things playable in VR, because there's a lot of reasons why they may not be able to be. Anyways, proceed. So, um, unless you have anything else to say about Bethesda. No, I think no. we beat that horse. Here's what I'll say. You guys bad. don't have enough to show press conferences. Hey, anymore. hey, goat, no horse violence on this show, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to be the glue. A gamer hit. Oh, goat, that was a terrible fucking joke. That might be the best worst joke you've ever told on this <sighs> oh, show. Boy. Uh, live entertainment. <laughs> yeah, live entertainment. All right, so then I guess we move on to Microsoft, <laughs> who uh, who uh, kick things off with announcing, you know, their 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 new smaller Xbox One S. Mm -hmm. um, cool. The Xbox One sucker. Expound <laughs> <laughs> upon that, goat. Share share your thoughts with people. It's the same bullshit we just talked about with Skyrim. It's just, hey, look at that. <laughs> it's got 4K now. It makes coffee. It'll blow your girlfriend. Yay! Go buy it again. No. This isn't for people who already own one. This is for people who haven't bought one yet. They're just revamping the line. I know. Now, my wife, who does not regularly follow gaming news, really, really wants one of these, and I had to tell her, no, 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 no. just give it one more year, and the Scorpio will come out, and if you want one of those, we'll get that. Or let's get a PlayStation <laughs> 4, because we don't have a PlayStation 4, and I desperately want one. So I had to explain to her why it's not a good idea. Buy an and at this point, we see Megan walk behind him with her Xbox S box. <laughs> yeah, going. <laughs> um, 
for the listeners at home listening to the recorded audio, that was not the sound of my wife crapping her pants. I was throwing the middle finger up. <laughs> that was John crapping his pants. And going, <clears throat> must stick in my tongue. It was a raspberry, middle middle finger raspberry combo. It's true, it's true. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm getting tired of these revisions. Every time you turn around... Go, go, it, I, 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 I want to make sure something is clear. The Xbox One that you currently have will continue to work normally. You, you, this does not affect you in the slightest. Until I buy a 4K TV. And you, then what? Yeah. And then my Xbox doesn't work. Say. I had to go buy one. That no, has 4K technology. It still, it still works perfectly fine. It, it might not output in 4K, but I think as, as the guy who played on last gen for like a really long time, I have a feeling you'll be okay with that. Well, somebody's never going to buy into the novelty TV market, yeah. <laughs> see, so, see, you're fine. Yeah, <laughs> Nothing see, affects you here. That, 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 fuck you, go because you're sitting here saying, like, like what about when I buy a 4K TV? But I'm not going to get one, though. <laughs> but like, I'm, like, I'm, try, you know, I'm trying to be the everyman. Okay, there like, you go. Okay. Like, what about the guy who, like, has a 3D television in his basement that he doesn't tell his friends about, and he's got a 4K <laughs> television in his living room that he has nothing to do with? This is the part and, where Goat said, I did it for journalism. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, like, Jimmy Jimmy Joe over there with his iPhone the 7SB that he just bought two weeks after his 7SA. Americans have to be on the cutting edge, man. <laughs> You're thinking of the Japanese. Americans and Charlie. No, no. The Japanese, <laughs> Japanese and Charlie. Vending machines. Everything's mm. in vending machines over there. You just here's, walk here's my final thought on it. <laughs> I think that they're great for people who do not have an Xbox One yet, particularly because it's two ninety nine for a really nice, very petite system. I have, even though it looks sharp, because Megan kept saying to me, "Oh, the white, it looks so sharp." I'm like, "Ah, na 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 na." Till you put your filthy, dirty ass hands on it, and then it looks—it's gonna drive you nuts that it looks like. Ugh. You know, it look really good on it, Luca boogers. <laughs> There's Luca boogers on my black controllers, but you don't see those because you know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Another he nice had, destroyed field. one of my Xbox 360 controllers. It breaks my heart. But that's now quote unquote his controller. He even there's like teeth marks in the rubber on the thumbsticks. <laughs> I cringe when I see it. So, anyways, what else did we do? The did they put on any other games? Project Scorpio. So, given that oh, there's two Xboxes you can buy. That's right. 2017 holiday 2017, the Scorpio is going to come out. They're they're touting it as being three teraflops of information. Everything will be the 4K gaming at 60 frames per second resolution with native VR compatibility. Even though I have not said what kind of VR that is, even though I've heard that it's Oculus, which we talked about last week, plug and play. How do you guys feel about the Scorpio? Do you feel like that's an Xbox sucker as well, Goat? Well, yeah, because the guy who's going to buy the new one is going to have to go buy the Scorpio the following year. So now I have three Xbox Ones in his house. You know, they don't have to do this, Goat. <laughs> this is not a, a contractual requirement that they buy every new Xbox that comes out. That's that true. Microsoft's entire point, though, is that you keep going out and dropping money. <laughs> well, that's every one of these companies' points, really, if we're getting yeah, down to the I say that's gritty. the corporate model. Like, hey, here's something new. Give me $400. And Apple has... Made that possible, <laughs> Charlie. What about you? Any thoughts on the Scorpio? Um, I well, the I feel like it was inevitable. Um, just because of the uh, I mean, so, so like I said last week, the the absolute the absolute most important thing that they that they had to say to not piss off everybody, is when they is what they did say when they said that that every game and every accessory and every everything 
will that works on the Xbox One now will also work with the with Project Scorpio and presumably vice versa. Um, so you know that that this is only a bump in hardware and not a not any change in compatibility or 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 capabilities. It's just you know just higher resolutions or more horsepower yada yada yada. Um, you know uh, now as we've said, whether or not that pans out to be true will be uh will be something you know will be another question. But um, I. Uh, you know, I, I, feel, I feel like that was I feel like that was that was a, a key a key thing that they needed to say for sure. Yep, yep. There you go. Um, how do you guys feel about the Xbox Design Lab, the controller design lab? Meh. I mean, like it's it's like I said last week. As long as they they don't charge a premium for doing it, then it's fine. Okay. I I the Design Lab is up. What you do is you log into your um, your 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 Xbox account and you do it with your, you know, uh, Hotmail account. You log in and you can create an Xbox controller in the design lab, save it to your profile, name it, and not purchase it, but it's there in case you decide to do so. You can make 20 of these, save it to your profile, and then pick one that you like. In order to make a fully customized uh, controller with the D-pad customized, the face, the back, the top where the bumpers and right triggers are, um, the the list and view buttons uh, being customized to your liking, and then laser etching with audio or with a uh, text on the front like the day quote day one controllers, it's eighty nine dollars. So we're talking about a, a, a thirty dollar premium. Yeah, twenty. I think it's I think it's twenty dollar premium. So wait, hang on. So so they charge a premium for each individual component that you want to that you want to colorize? Well, no. It depends. Certain things are more expensive than others. I think that the the bumpers, triggers, and uh, like that entire top strip of the controller is made of right. a different material and uh, has a um, a reflective surface to it, so it's more expensive. If you choose not to customize those and you go with the default settings, is different. You can also customize the face buttons so that they're not not red, yellow. Um, uh, blue and green, you can make it so that they're like gray, or I mean, there's a bunch of different color combinations. The face is different. The D-pad, which has a reflective surface, is different, and then you can change the the color of the thumbsticks. Um, there's a whole bunch of different options. So it's 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 if you don't get the laser etching, which is a nine I think nine ninety nine difference, that's the most expensive individual upgrade on the controller. If you get the laser etching with your text or name or whatever on the front of the controller, um, then instead of it being uh, 89 it's uh, $79. So you're talking about a $20 premium. Um, does, this, does this interest you guys at all? Uh, no, that is some crap. Oh, come on, Charlie. It'll bring the room together. Because <laughs> that's something I care about. Um, the, um, but yeah, your I loving wife does. Not, not this much. No, not. <laughs> Look, this much. I think it would be really fun to have a red and controller personally, but I don't know if I would pay eighty nine dollars for it. That's that's the thing. It's it's you know. If it were ten bucks less with all of that, I would probably buy it because a standard controller is sixty dollars. I yeah, mean, like, sixty bucks. Like, so I know I know enough people with sixty five oh nine in Illinois. Yeah. So. Bucks. I, I, I know enough people with enough paint that if I really wanted my color my controller to be colored, <laughs> it's take it apart and do it my damn self. Like this is right. yeah, that's I don't know. Fair I, enough. I, I the price would need to come down for me to even consider that personally. But I could tell you because I've know people that do mods, they would not. A lot of people who do modding in the modding community for Xbox controllers are complaining because they feel like this is taking money out of their pocket because oh, they sure. charge they yeah. charge 
close to as much, if not more, to do the same services. So something to think well, about. Good on oh, Microsoft. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. That's real good on Microsoft. <clears throat> yeah, that, is, that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, not, uh, not, not for me. Thanks anyways. Um, so let's see. Um, as long as we're talking hardware, um, so we, uh, let, let, let's go ahead and move on to software a little bit. So, you know, they, they announced some improvements coming to the Xbox one operating system. Um, do you guys are, are do, do these improvements go to, I remember you saying that you were excited, maybe faux excited. I couldn't really tell, but over, you at least pretended to be excited over the possibility <laughs> of, um, of, uh, um, I, I just received a glass of beer for my lovely wife. Um, hey. yeah. We uh, we we got a we got a uh, um a one sixth barrel keg from Penrose for my dad's party, and uh, we still have quite a bit of it left. So I <laughs> uh, got to drink this beer. Um, anyways, um, uh, um, go. You were excited over the possibility of playing your own death metal music while you're racing. Is that, is oh, yeah, it, yeah. Was, that was that genuine excitement or faux excitement? Well, I mean, it, it's I I miss that was one thing about the Xbox OG that I really enjoyed is the fact that like, you know, and you know, well, I, I guess full disclosure, uh, it, it's kind of convenient to be able to, um, be doing previewing tracks and playing a game and multitasking at the same time. <laughs> so that's a very, very, um, roundabout way of saying that goat wants to listen to himself <laughs> while he's racing or, or other clients. <laughs> Good save, man. Good save. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how it is, John. We, you go, oh, I gotta listen to this, you know, this this pass, this mix, whatever like that. But I really just don't want to sit here like an idiot. Oh, I can play a game and do get something else done, and that that really helps me multitask. Fair, fair. Um, what do you guys think about um, the uh, the Xbox Play Anywhere capabilities? Uh, I like it. I think it's cool. Um, I hope that more games support this concept, and it is, um, I don't know, I, I think it's a good idea. I like the idea, I mean, they do it with, like, Blu-ray and DVD, like, here, you buy the Blu-ray copy, you get the DVD for free, like, if you're gonna buy, I've never liked the idea of having to buy games on multiple platforms, sell me the fucking game, and let me play it on whatever platform I own, and if I own four platforms, let me play it on that, don't be cheap and shitty. Anyways, I like it. Um, how do you guys feel about the new, uh, new, uh, slightly improved Xbox One controller with built-in Bluetooth for PC gaming? Um, I use my Xbox One for PC gaming, and I plug it in with the charging cable right now, because I don't have, it doesn't have Bluetooth in it, mm -hmm. so I like the idea. You know, I, I like the idea, but it's not anything that sways my decision-making. Goat, any, uh, any thoughts on that? My controller works just fine. Okay. Um, if if you didn't have a controller already, would would the uh, option would of I getting an Xbox controller? One controller <laughs> for for your, for for like um, like for let, let let let's say theoretically that the Bluetooth on this also works with a phone. You you just got your um, um your uh, your Moga controller for your Gear VR mm -hmm. use. If if you had the option to use an Xbox One controller instead, would you have gone that route? I mean, let's be honest. I the Moga is an Xbox One controller, but. I mean, I, if, it might be similar in layout, but I think the... You're the, saying an exact, you know, yeah, like, we'll say, like, you know, a brand-specific, yeah, actual, probably, just because it's it's kind of home. Would okay. I buy it? Probably not. Okay, <laughs> all right, fair. Um, do, 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 do. 
Let's see. Any other? Okay. So then, then, uh, then there's the. Uh, you guys have any reactions at all to the multiplayer functionality that they're going to be adding, like with uh, with uh, with Arena, um, and the uh, the other similar features that they announced? Um, I I don't really have an opinion one way or the other. I don't think it's going to make. I, I I think it's their play on trying to get into the, uh, you know, esports gaming arena. But I think we're starting to see the early formings of what are going to be the companies that. There's always two or three that dominate a market, and we're starting to see the early formings of those things. They're going to be partnerships that come, and I don't think they're going to be one of those companies, personally. Yeah. That's just me. I think they missed the train. I think they're trying to get in on the tail end of it, but I think I think they missed the boat. Well, was it a train or a boat? It's a boat train. <laughs> Vickish boat train. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's a tugboat. Uh, and our dad joke quota has been filled. Um, the uh, yeah, I, I I'm interested in this whole clubs thing. I mean, like you know, the the uh, the ability to have a gamerhead radio club on Xbox One, I think is gonna be kind of cool. Um, we'll have, we'll actually have to see what it what it what it lets us do and how easy it is to manage and everything. But uh, as Charlie said, stay tuned for the gamerhead radio. Um, you know, uh, Microsoft Xbox One uh, gamer club. But Charlie, um. There's a really, really similar thing on Steam that I think that they stole this from that started off with a bang and now means absolutely nothing. Um, so I'm a little concerned that it won't take off. I hope it does. But uh, it, it, it's become entirely superfluous, and the only people that hang out there are trolls and weirdos. <laughs> well, I mean, right. like... That that could so, be be that could be because Red radio would be just fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I can't help but wonder if um if the reason that had a had a such had had such a hard time working out on Steam is just because when you're on a computer you have a hundred different options for managing clubs and things like that. You've got you know social media platforms. You've got you know all the various voice chat clients like you know and so I uh, you know on uh, yeah, a million places you can go. Yeah, you know, on Xbox One. Whatever your flavor is. Yeah, on Xbox One, having that one place, as as opposed to having to go off to a website like Raptor or uh, or Player.me or whatever, like those other gaming you know sites that are trying to do that, having something, uh, well, sure or that, Um, (laughs) having uh, having having one place that you can go to do that, I think will be kind of uh, kind of nice. But again, we'll have to see how that works out and if people actually. I hope it takes off. I want it to be. I, I just don't think anybody's found the combination yet that makes that a. Uh, a survivable, growable ecosphere. Yeah, John. John. Yeah, what's up? We, it'll just be the next connect. We'll let it last a little bit, and we'll stop talking about it. We'll be fine. Oh, <laughs> it makes me sad. I'll never stop talking about my connect. I love that stupid. I thing. do believe that connect will find second life when Cortana. Actually, comes out. Uh, actually, I just seen um they uh Kung Fu Connect. Is coming it looks out. Terrible. Coming soon. It looks fucking unplayable. I'm just still alive. Did you guys watch the gameplay still videos alive. for that? Still alive. It may not be well alive, but it's still alive. Did either of you watch the gameplay videos for Kung Fu? Yeah. Kung? No, looks, I haven't seen looks, this. Hang on. Watch it, it looks Charlie. Delightfully it just terrible. looks like some dude just grasping at straws to make it look functional, and it's just broken and bad. It's so fucking painful, dude. John pre-ordered it. I did. I I did. <laughs> I did not. I did not. But I thought about it. Now go Everything ahead. Yeah. Coming. Charlie's screen sharing for the people watching. Oh, here we go. Here you go. This looks awesome. 
This is okay. So, so, so if you've seen um that uh, that Japanese game show where you have to like stand in uh, positions, hole in uh, hole, yeah, hole in the wall. Like right that now, he's basically close to doing what he was doing. Who's that guy? Wow, that guy looks nothing like the guy behind him. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, um, here I'll just skip into the Ooh, video a little. Jungle bit Boogie. Yeah, watch. Oh, you can play against your friends so that you can. John, you, know, you have what to. What is this. happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? This is ridiculous. You're it's inside not... the side scroller playing kung fu. Oh my god. Dude, this looks unplayable. <laughs> this looks ridiculous. Audio, audio, audio listeners, go to YouTube, Google Kung Fu Connects, you know, K I N Q. Well, that's how many people are gonna be buying this game. <laughs> Dude, there's our show title, Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> Kung Fu Connect. Oh my god. <laughs> so bad, dude. Ridiculous. This looks Oh wow. man. Ooh, it looks like a stop motion arcade game from the nineties, dude. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh man. God. Christmas for Game Red Radio has just been bought. I will admit though, if the three of us could play this together, I would I would almost be willing to play. Oh my god, dude. That is oh, wow. Just hey, all out. I'm saying is if you guys are looking for a workout program, you can just beat the crap out of each other multiplayer. You know, that's actually the best argument you've come up with so far. <laughs> I guess so, dude, but based on how bad that gameplay footage looked, you could also get a good workout by punching yourself in the nuts until you pass out. <laughs> yeah, our, our, yes, list, <clears throat> less our, painful. Uh, our viewers are saying that they're getting nauseous even watching the video, so yeah. Oh, that, nice. Um, Jesus, yeah. Yep, def man. definitely going in Charlie and John's stocking for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, awesome. That's that's great. I hope it's digital only so you can't actually do that. <laughs> Madness, I'll figure out how to get it. Which, you know, just 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 quick digression. If if Microsoft was looking for like little features to add into the console, the ability to buy and gift <laughs> somebody else content, I would love that. There have been a couple it times where I wish great. I could have like bought you guys something like whether it be a piece of DLC or just an actual game cause, just because I was feeling, mm -hmm. you know, like whatever. And I, I wish I, I wish that that was something that we could do. But That's anyways. something I always used to enjoy about Steam because I have received like on birthdays, there are a couple of friends and fans that have, of Yusuf Rillens fans that have brought me games on Steam like uh, Mitch Smith. Uh, thanks, Mitch, for, for buying copies of the various games you've purchased for me over the years. I appreciate mm -hmm. it. Like, I really, really wish that Microsoft and, and Sony would get on top of this. You have friends send you free steamers? That's Yeah, that's... dude. I Free steamers, like smoking steamers. <laughs> Cleveland that's... steamers, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a box I wouldn't want to open. <laughs> uh, okay. Um... <laughs> Close. Um, Close. So uh, let's listen to that and move on. What do we got? Gears of War. Um, uh, meh. I just I, the more I think about it, the more meh I am about this game. I'm, I'm... It's the fourth game. Like, well, I mean, but, but we're going Fallout, down that road. Fallout Four watching. is the fourth game, and that is considerably a better game oh, than the previous ones. Just because on. it's okay. Okay. But Fallout Four, Witcher Three, you can't. No, no, you can't take like a a year game and and put it to Gears. Of of shoot 'em up 'em stuff. <laughs> Gears of shoot 'em up 'em stuff 'em. I, I don't think that's yes four. <laughs> uh, I want this game to be good. Let me be clear. I like the Gears titles. I I think they're they're the. There's a violent the, tendency. They're the, no, no man. They're they're the video game equivalent of like a big dumb popcorn movie. They're fun. They're 
entertaining, but they're they have all of the depth of a paper plate. They're not deep games. Anybody who tries to argue their depth or relevance is full of shit. They're not. Smart they're in the Call of Duty world. They're Shoot. big. Yeah. I would go so far as to say that they are almost a little bit more intelligent than the Call of Duty games, personally, but barely. Um, okay. They're yeah. more meaningful. I'll say that. I don't know that they're more or less meaningful, but they're they're just different. They're just a different they flavor. A little bit more form. story. Yeah. Um, I like them. I, yeah, I mean, we're four. This new game, the, if this game, if this new game has, is there's any cardinal sin that it it commits? It's that it it does nothing new. Nothing. There's nothing in there that looks even remotely new. Yeah. Looks like the same and, shit. It's been long enough that there should be some innovation. The thing that irritated me the most, and I've seen several other game journalists pop up and mention this too, is that when when they were doing the um the the gameplay demo, there's a scene where they're like there's a there's a turret on like the other side of a, of like a chasm that's like shooting at them, and they um they they come across like this big machine that they want to like you know manipulate or whatever to like get past the turret or defeat the turret or whatever, and the guy that the player the, the 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 player controlled character like stops and stands and is like looking at this machine and he is in just direct line of sight view with this turret and the ai whether it's scripted or just whatever like he could have he could the player could have chosen to stand somewhere else but he chose to stand right in the line of fire and like the ai didn't bother to even think about shooting him like it's so i don't i don't know what was up with that so that 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 makes me worry about the ai in the game and just um or worry about their, that their presentation was faked enough to the point where we can't really trust anything we were seeing i don't know but um that was that was weird to me yeah no i mean there was a lot of that though i mean people talk about all the like the scripted nature of e3 and some of it's kind of silly but they didn't it wasn't as blatant in that presentation there was one particular section that stood out to me but for the most part it was just the same shit, and I'm not sold on it, especially after how bad I got burned by Halo 5. I'm not sold on buying another installment of X game that is relatively popular from the previous console cycle that does nothing to innovate. Nothing. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> and then, um, the, uh, but uh, as long as we're talking about scripted, uh, I want to move on to one of the most exciting things and um, that I saw from Microsoft's presentation, and that was um, Sea of Thieves. Um Sea of Thieves, uh, we, you know, we, we, we described it previously in our news roundup, so go back and listen to that, but the um, the more I think about it, the more, if, John, if I was going to play just a, a story, a completely story-less uh, multiplayer game, just just having fun with you guys, the more I look at this game, the more I want to play this with, with you guys. This, That's this amazing. I think like it would be so fun. much fun to play this with you guys. Go. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you feel like this would be fun to play together? Uh, I have no idea. What, which one? <laughs> this is the pirate one, the pirate ship one. Like the MMO pirate shippy type game by Rare. Did I miss something? Yes, I, I believe you did, sir. Hold on. Let me live Google something and get yeah, caught up. You're live Google. This fascinates me, Charlie, that you would have interest in this game of all like MMO type games because I could probably name five that you would love to play if you played it with friends. No, no, and and I'm sure you're right. I'm sure I'm sure you would be right on all on all five counts, but um. The uh, like with those games, the ones that I'm sure I would enjoy more than others are the ones that are more fun. Like they're yeah. they're they're more about teamwork. They're more about collaboration. Like Star Trek Bridge Crew. Like oh my god. Like uh, yeah, I, I'm jumping ahead here, but that is a presumably storyless based um just 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 multiplayer simulation game. Um, that, that was I, clearly I, just made for Gamerhead Radio. That's what it was made yeah, for. for Charlie, John, and Goat to play right. together. And, yep. 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 
Oh. It's a custom build. I remember this one now. Yeah. Thoughts? Feelings? Emotions? Non-feelings? I don't know. Kind of looks like a section of Monkey Island. That's uh, a bad thing. How? I never liked those games. <laughs> Blasphemy. You don't think that it would not be fun for the three of us to man a pirate ship of our owning and plunder the fuck out of other people? You don't think that the go? You're a modern day pirate. You're a grown <laughs> ass man pirate. You don't want to play this game. That's where I think we'd have our problems, because you guys get mad when I just started murdering everything, including you guys, and taking your stuff. <laughs> I don't think that's an option, but okay. Well, then it's a wrong pirate game. <laughs> it's not realistic, <laughs> damn it. Pirates are notorious for turning on each other. Notorious. Much like Charlie's in Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's valid. That's valid. <laughs> All right, all right. To be to be fair, that was after we were done with our gameplay session, and the, like it wasn't in the midst of a mission or anything like that. Oh, yeah. oh, you played us hard. You're like, I'm a really nice guy, and then all of a sudden, like, he goes yeah. into this completely like, you know murderous so once, psycho. So once, I'm gonna side with Ben <laughs> on this one. He's just like, I just, you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not the first time we've seen this. <laughs> Do you remember when Charlie turned into the IDARB torpedo? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. physically assaulting us to win the match. Yes. No. No. Do you know? You know when you watch like, <laughs> like fishing shows, like big game fishing shows, where people catch a marlin and they pull them onto the fucking deck of the boat, and then the marlin like <laughs> comes out of the water like this, and then just fucking Wait, like hang, capsizes hang, a boat. John, the camera wasn't on you. You're gonna have to do that again. All right, we're gonna do it again. You're gonna put it on me. We're it's good? on you it's now. Easy. It's on you now. Yeah. Go. It goes. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just fucking land on you. Charlie did that to us during a live episode of uh, a streaming episode where we were playing IDARP together. It was yes. me, Charlie, Goat, and then Ryan on. And he he was he was losing. So he was mm -hmm. just like, um, I'm going to take this whole fucking boat down with me. And uh, <laughs> he, he threw himself onto us like a fucking marlin and shocked me because Charlie is such a docile and reserved human being. He's such a gentleman. Like, he would never touch a human being without their permission, let alone <laughs> throttle himself like a gigantic man dildo <laughs> into your personal space. And so he did. Um, so we've seen this kind of malicious behavior yeah. before. Charlie, I'm on to you. I see what you're doing. I, I see, I've already – John, I've already got this idea, though. He keeps the beard so when he finally does lose his cool, instantly can shave it off. And not be recognized. That's it. That's it. Mm. That's that's just get out of jail free card. God, I can't believe it took us this long to figure it out, Charlie. Charlie, God. man, you guys are slow. Every day oh, you surprise me. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, you've you've you found out my plan. Congratulations. Um, well, where do we go from there? How about we go on to Recore? <laughs> because um, why not? I wow, have... fitting. Have Very you, fitting. After very that. little to say about Recore. I like it. Yeah. I'm optimistic about it. Yeah, I still think it's vague, and they have not shown enough, but I'm optimistic. Agreed. I don't know. Scale I'm still looking for core. Um, I <laughs> felt like Scalebound showed better last year. I don't really have much interest in it in this year. I think they're antagonist. I'm finally an old man, like a get-off-my-lawn kind of old man. I don't Finally. Yeah, we'll go with that. I don't relate to their stupid, whiny, headphones-wearing protagonist, and I want to punch him in his whiny face. Psychonauts. Fair. Now, <clears throat> yeah. Um, uh, Forza Anthem. Horizon 3. Yeah. yeah. Hmm? Forza Horizon 3, Go Thoughts. Uh, yes. Is this um, a day one purchase for you, Goat? 
uh, if I get my shit together and actually get caught up, I still have to finish <laughs> five and six. Um, they're getting bigger. That's the problem. Is they're getting their, their uh, I know first world problems. Oh my god, my favorite racing game is getting the size of a small island. Um, <laughs> damn, so horrible me. Um, but no, I like I like the fact that they're like they're they're adding more vehicles. They're adding more terrain. Um, the weather systems now in there, which, man, and well, and you guys know you guys played the Fast and the Furious. Uh, packet, I guess, expansion. Which I surprisingly really liked for as small of a, yeah. a setup as that. But was. imagine that, and you, so you guys know the pain when you're in a nice, let's say, Bugatti doing like, I don't know, 130 miles an hour and you run into the rain and there's a turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed. So, um, I mean, that'll be really cool. And then, you know, but I mean, it's it's Forza Horizon. They're doing all right. They're moving along. So, How did you guys feel about that Final Fantasy 15 demo? Nobody cares. A giant titan, and he's nope, sweet. Nobody cares. I kind of care. I mean, like, no, no, no I kind of, I, I, I care. Go, I, I care. Yeah. The, I mean, like, I, I need, I desperately need uh, for them to make up for Final Fantasy Thirteen. Like, that, that is such a, was such a misstep on their part in the legacy of the series that I need they that. They made three games of it. I think yeah, helping I, I, nothing. I believe that the other two games were their tr- way of trying to make up for the mistake of the first one, but there there should oh, never yeah. have been anything beyond that. Was candy control. and flowers? It was a it was a catastrophic failure on a legendary scale to me with yeah. that series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and so I I I'm hoping that the reason why this is that 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 15 has taken so long to come out is because they they that is that they really stopped and like. Well, well, well. I mean, but in a, in the best possible way because they they didn't want to make a repeat of that, and so they've really taken their time with this one. Well, clearly, but I mean, like they 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 <laughs> took the extra time to look at all everything that they did wrong with thirteen and make sure not to make those same mistakes again. I think that's part of what's um, taking so long to get this game out. Personally, is they're trying yeah. to make sure they don't fuck it up again. That well, they demo, can't afford to. Have you guys watched the the video for the demo? With the with the Titan fight? Yes. Yeah. There is one thing that bothers me unbelievably about that demo. What's that? Every time the Titan brushes his arm past, he absolutely just fucking rubs them past Noct and company in such a way that Noct would be a mustard stain on the floor and it's bad clipping. I know that sounds really petty given the scale of this demo. But watch it, and now that I've said that, it will drive you insane. It was the only—I was just like, everything about this looks top-notch, really fucking expensive, super turbo, fucking awesome, except for the fact that he would be a grease stain on the floor. Drives me nuts. Yes, because Final Fantasy games are supposed to be realistic. No, it's not. not even that, dude. It's not even <laughs> that. If you're gonna go through all of the trouble of making that world look as realistic as it does. Make the animation better, and if you're not gonna squish him like a bug, at least make him roll. When the when the arm hits him, at least make him roll with the fucking arm passing, and then recover from the roll. John. Don't. It's bad. John. It's bad. John. Demo. Demo. <laughs> Dude, no. That game is a couple of months away from release. That is not the fucking demo. That is that is part of the game. But they don't. They aren't gonna give you the real one because it's a demo. And they want you to buy the real one. Well, but no, I, 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 I think I, I, go. I, I have to say that I do think that nothing is going to be changing between now and that, and then that that, uh, that game comes out. Oh yeah, um, I mean, 
but I mean, they're not going to. I mean, like it's a, it's a minor, minor qualm. It's a, you know, I and and and, and um, you know, it's. It, and not to not to not to you know pick on anybody, but it's like a it's like a Dan Lodke kind of bitch. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know the like we we all grew up in like an era where like in in what Grimms many men, well that, but also in the in what many would consider I think the heyday of like Final Fantasy games, like RPGs and stuff like that. Like, you know, it's um yeah you know, the golden what, era. Yeah, 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 golden era. That that is the right yeah. term. Thank you for that. Um. So, you know, what, you know, the RPGs that we see now, I mean, you know, going, looking at everything from, like, Lost Odyssey to, like, you know, the, uh, um, you know, like, to the modern Final Fantasy games, you know, good or bad as they may have been, to, like, um, you know, even, like, you know, MMORPGs, which have almost pretty much replaced standard RPGs on the shelves. I mean, like, yeah. you know, there, there, there are people who miss... The, just that traditional turn-based simple RPG, which which you can you you can still find on like mobile platforms and you know little like handhelds and little things here and there, but you know we haven't well, yeah, seen. Yeah, it's all the Final Fantasy remakes. Well, half of them are yes, absolutely. Um, but you know we haven't seen like a proper, like well, a traditional I wish I should say a traditional like turn-based RPG like that in a big budget release on console in a very long time. And I know I, no, there are a lot I'm of people that people. miss that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and to a point, I, am one of those people. I was kind of hoping the 15 was going to be turn-based. It's very clearly not. No, but, um, not even yeah. close. So, um, but, um, you know, when, when it comes to, like, looking at, like, the combat and things like that, you know, there, there, there's the side of us where we can look at, we, where we can look at the combat, and, you know, we, we forget a little bit, John, I, I feel like you're forgetting a little bit about what this combat used to be like, where it's just, like, it, it's, it's so mm -hmm. rudimentary, like, it's basically just animation for the sake of explaining the numbers. Numbers. You know what I mean? Like there's no, no, totally. You know, like like when... I, I get it, and I shouldn't be complaining given how, given how. Uh, look, I shouldn't be complaining given my roots because Final Fantasy seven VII and eight, nine were really, really shoddy looking games in in the world of 3D rendering. But I give it time; they'll come back out. I, I that it's such a silly oversight. I really shouldn't complain. It just as in the moment it bothered me. Watch the video. I'm curious to see what Gamerhead Radio fans might have thought. It just looks really ridiculous. But I digress. It kind of sounds like the, uh, the old man yelling about the edging on his lawn. It's uh, counterclockwise, it not clockwise. That is exactly what it is like. And if you don't get off my lawn, I'm going to keep the ball you threw on my roof. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you're going to have a little landmine to go with that ball. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm terrified. Thanks. Does anybody care about Tekken 7 besides maybe me? Uh, nope. No, didn't think so. Halo Wars 2, Goat, you liked it. The demo. Yeah, it was good. The demo was fun. The demo was sure, fun. But it's it, it back to my Rokar uh, you, you just reminded me that the demo was a thing. I Hopefully it will still be available when we get off the air to them. You're going to download Halo Wars it's 2. It's fun. I'm going to download Doom. It's good. Uh, I already have it on my console. I just need to play it. Um, is, is there multiplayer in the demo? I don't think so. It's very, it's very demo-like. Here, here it is. Look at it. Okay, bye. If there is multiplayer, I don't know if you guys are free when we get off of this, but I would love to try it out with you guys. But moving on. Um, let's see. Uh, division update, meh. Um, uh, Limbo being free right now is pretty cool, although I'm sure pretty much most people have it already because I think it's been a free games with gold and PlayStation Plus game and everything, but um, uh, inside. Multiple times. Yeah, inside I'm very much looking forward to in a few weeks. Um, John, you were really excited about State of Decay 2. 
Yes, uh, because the first one was a lot of fun. Like graphically, not the best looking game. If you can get the remastered version of it on Xbox One, it's totally like remaster games are not necessarily always the best idea because there's a potential to be taken advantage of. But the first uh, State of Decay does not look great, and it's it was an independent game. I hate to say it, it looks like shit. Uh, the resolution for the texturing was really poor in the original version, and they upscaled everything. It looks really sharp now. I loved the first one. And then they had the first game, which is the core game. They had an expansion, which was kind of a neat but limited concept. And then they had a second expansion, which was a completely different standalone story from the first one, and they were all really, really good. Um, the fact that they're doing the second one makes me happy that the first one did well enough to warrant a green light. And anybody, assuming they don't fuck up the formula, anybody who liked the first one, support the second one, and go play the first one. It's really great. It's a, it's some of the most fun I've ever had playing a zombie game, maybe next to Left 4 Dead and the first two Resident Evil games. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Gwent, the Witcher card game. Uh, I don't care. Do either of you guys care? Um, I'm interested because I like tabletop games and what little of Gwent I played, I liked. It's just very involved and you have to put time into it. And I know people who play that game extensively in the game in Witcher 3 and then don't play the fucking core game. I don't have time to do both. I play the core game. I don't play Gwent. I yeah. want to play both. So I dig it. Goat, I know with you uh, being uh, having played a bit of The Witcher and you know also being a tabletop fan, are you mm -hmm. interested in all in Gwent? Uh, I need to get better at it before I get it. Get you get a whole game I'll agree with that. to do it. I'm yeah. crafting. It's man. it's yeah. It's a very very involved game. I was like, okay, <laughs> I already have enough 500 hours here in Witcher 3. <laughs> I don't need to another 30 hours of learning how to play your uh, your tabletop. <laughs> and then um, I think finally, um, Dead Rising 4. Um, I was interested in until we got to Sony's press conference and they showed a better game. <laughs> I just I want Dead Rising 4 to be good. I'm not confident that it will be. Those games are fun, but it does not mean they're good. I think they've ran their course. Yeah, yeah I'd have to I, agree with that. Yeah, I think the over-the-top comedy mass killers are, are done. Like we've yeah. done. I, I would much rather have gotten um, um, Sunset Overdrive 2 than, than, uh, than Dead Rising 4, personally. But mm -hmm. <clears throat> if they were going to make that kind of game, because that's basically what it is. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah... Um, I mean, they they could have went with Rise too. That would just be as funny. Probably not on purpose though. <laughs> yeah. All right. So so uh, my 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 suggestion is that we save Sony for last because there's the most to talk about there. So so mm -hmm. briefly, let's move on to Ubisoft. Um, John, I agree with you in your assessment that that they had the best um, of the developer press conferences and how natural it was and how they were just very much themselves. And if you didn't like it, you can kind of just f off. And in yeah. those words, because of apparently the Ubisoft. Um, so um, you know, aside right. from, aside from the fact that they started with Let's Dance, uh, which I I, I don't <laughs> think anybody actually cares about anymore. At least they got the least important thing out of the way first. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to run through this real quick because we're getting long on the tooth here. South Park looks perfect. Um, Star Trek VR looks amazing. Um, I just hope I am actually get the, the chance to play it properly because, of course, you need a VR headset to do that, and I need to figure out how I'm going to get one of those. Um, uh, I said this last week. The fact that For Honor is being made by a human Viking, I think, is going to do it a lot of good. Um, and that's, that's a joke. But watch the press conference. You'll understand what I mean. Um, he is a human Viking, and he's a very charismatic individual as well. Good, yes. good man to sell that game and pitch that yes. game. Oh my God! Absolutely. As um, opposed Trials to a cybernetic the... Viking. 
Yes, as as opposed to a, a kitten Viking. Yes. Um, you get the feeling okay. that that he he like when you watch him present that game, you get the feeling that he's like, I need to get my feelings out into a game and make it a thing. <laughs> this is how I feel, but for real, but you can play my feelings. That that game is entirely made from his daydreams. That's all that is. Um, Might be. It's very violent. Looks cool. <laughs> um, Trials of the Blood Dragon, as we've already commented on, is looked and is fantastic. I love it when E3 games turn out, as, turn out to be as good as they're shown. That's always fun. Um, hooray for more Watchdogs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, hooray <laughs> for more Watchdogs. Hooray for um, the new Watchdogs not having the same Aiden Pierce who gives a crap about this guy protagonist. Um, it's just cool. saying something because you, you played through an entire game and uh, as that character. Yeah, and I, I don't promise. I don't give a crap about him. Like yeah. they they gave me no reason to feel bad for him. Like you know, as a slight spoiler for anybody who hasn't played the game by now, but I assume that you if you had ever planned to, you already have. Um, like the game is basically set up where he's a bad guy. He's like he's like he like works for like mob syndicates and like and all that. And then he like crosses the wrong people and they end up killing one of his family members. And so he's like taking revenge on them. Well, dude, you brought this upon yourself. Yeah, like I'm not really I'm not really feeling bad about you right now. To be so, clear, wow. I I really I think the new game looks better than the first yes. one by a margin. I still don't give a shit about their their protagonist. He looks like whatever. He looks like Spike Lee, first of all. <laughs> Regardless of his look, I don't. I just don't. I don't give a fuck. Wait, Spike Lee's in San Francisco? That's gonna be the one part of their press conference was when he broke into that sort of like hideout area, and then he hacked their like projector, big screen TV thing, and a bunch of middle fingers went. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Everyone laughed during the press conference at that point. It was actually pretty funny, but that was the only charming part of the presentation. No. Sorry. I'm excited for the improvements to the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the actual game itself uh, looks. I mean, from what I've seen, it looks a lot like the last one, and I hope it isn't. Does that make I sense? I think there's there's yeah. one more game in Ubisoft's lineup, right, Charlie? Um, well, there's so there's uh, Steep, is uh, I think what you're referring to, and that that's of course the um the 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 giant mountain range, any extreme sport that it involves mountains, you can do on this thing in multiplayer, big open world style, and I just don't care, do not care nope. at all. Um, if they have hill climbs, I'm in. But other than that, no. You like they've got all they've got fucking wingsuit, like and parachuting, and you're talking about hiking. What's wrong with you? No, 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 no. no. Hill climbs like bikes. You know what they need to do? They need to do like Mountain Goat Extreme 2016. That's a, where like you know you see those goats hanging on one rock off the side of a fucking cliff wall in North Dakota. That's what he's waiting for. Thanks. Here. There Here's goes that the, vacation spot. <laughs> I ruined it. I'm sorry. I can't believe I, I did it. Um, here Here's my take on it really quickly. Just Dance 2017, don't give a shit. Nope. Ghost Recon Wildlands looked much better as a multiplayer game than I thought it would. Probably shit as a single-player experience. <sighs> South Park, Fractured Butthole. I'm not going to say butthole. I'm saying South Park, the Fractured Butthole, because that's what they mean. Title of the year. Looks outstanding. It looks like a true representation of the show, and mm-hmm. Trey Parker and Matt Stone's press conference was funny as shit. The Division Underground, and so I don't give a fuck about the Division. Eagle Flight looked really awkward and shitty. I've played better games on my Gear VR. Yep. Star, Trek, Star Trek Bridge Crew, I cannot wait. Like, I don't care. I don't care if I play it with other people. Charlie and Goat, if we break up the band at some juncture in our career and we never do Gamerhead Radio ever again, we must play this game and we must broadcast our thoughts about it. It yes. is kismet. It's fucking fate. Let's yes. do it. I think we'd have a I think we'd have a pretty good crew. 
Yes, we, we could probably would. we could probably esport this game. Okay, really quick, really quick, Charlie. Yes. What, what post would you take? What post would I take? Yes. Uh, I would. I would. Uh, I mean, I don't. Uh, science officer. I'll just need your reaction. What? Go. What post on the fucking bridge would you take? Oh, tactical, of course. Well, I guess that would make me the captain. What a douchebag I am. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Don't agree with <laughs> me, fitting. Charlie. What's wrong with you? I that's, thought you were my friend. That's, that's fitting, though, if uh, everybody listens to the show, the biggest bag of air is in charge. <laughs> I know. Then somewhere Songbird is agreeing with you guys, going, yes, he is a douchebag. <laughs> For honor, please, God, I hope we don't get an email next week with Songbird going, yes, you know, he is rather a douchebag and a bag of hot air and all that other crap. <laughs> I love you, Songbird. Why do you hate me? Um, For honor. I think he I like discovered For honor. I think it looks really cool. I don't really know how much is there besides, like, let's just wanton, like, slaughter bases full of people, depending on what perspective you play. Trials of the Blood Dragon, I've gotten ringing endorsements. I must play it. Grow Up looked awkward as fuck. It's the only thing in their press conference that looked really creepy and weird. I have no interest in it. Watch Dogs 2, I think, will be... Did you guys watch that Ubisoft Scales Down video I posted in the Players Club? Yeah. That, that is an entire other episode into of itself, but yes, I did Let's watch that. Let's talk about that as a feature coming up, why don't we? Yeah. Um, I think that Watch Dogs 2 will suffer from this same problem because I think it is a systemic problem in Ubisoft where they downscale games. They show them as one thing and they sell them as something different. I'm not buying it. I don't... I'm not going to get it. If I do, yeah, it'll no. be after it's used and... Abused and free on games with gold. There you go. Agreed. Much like, much like fucking the crew. Yeah. Um, and steep. Oddly enough, I don't care about steep on its own. I would play steep with you guys. I would play steep with other people, people that I know. If I could get people that I know to play that game with me, I would play it because I would like to watch my friends crash into a fucking sidewall while you know uh, wingsuit jumping Look, or skiing. I've already talked skiing about my. This brings me back to my lack of parachuting ability in GTA V. I feel as though we've just learned something about how John cons like considers us as friends right now. It's just like, all I want to do is watch you guys smash into the side of a mountain. Like, says the okay. man who shot us to death after we were done playing in Grand Theft Auto V. Says Torpedo Charlie. You're <laughs> nothing, Charles. All right, I, I guess I, I guess I've earned that. <laughs> Yeah, this is Char Charlie. Charlie, I'm gonna start calling Charlie uh, uh, episode eight because uh, he is the rogue of the of the gaming world. <laughs> Whew, okay. That's terrible. Go. Do you have any 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 uh, thoughts to add to the uh, Ubisoft conference other than what, what we've already said? Uh, th thanks for Trials of the Blood Dragon. Everything else can kind of shove it. All right. Um. Oh, what about South Park? Aren't you? Didn't you enjoy the last South Park? Yes. And I forget about South Park, but I don't consider that Ubisoft because let's be honest, 99% of that is Trey and Matt. No, fair. That's Ubisoft fair. That's fair. Be the guys on the other end of it. But I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting the review where they say, much like its predecessor, the stick of truth goes into the bu fractured butthole. <laughs> Somebody so look, must it's, write it's that. It's a missed opportunity if they don't. Maybe yeah. say that. Uh, those two are not going to miss an opportunity that large. That uh, that should actually be on the gate on the game case itself. That should be that mm -hmm. should be uh, that should be right there. Um, yeah. Now, you aside from the, the truth, now go into the butthole. <laughs> but 
Aside from all that, um, and um, even though I know Goat is going to be pre-ordering a copy of the next Let's Dance, uh, let's move on to Nintendo <laughs> just super briefly. Um, Nintendo, where basically all they had to talk about was um, the Pokemon yay, Sun yay. and the new Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I, yeah. I don't care. I don't care about Pokemon, but I certainly can understand why everybody who does care about Pokemon is excited for it. Um, and the more I learn about um, the, the the next Zelda game, the more I'm looking forward to playing it. It's just it looks like they it looks like they have finally gone just all out on one of these games. Like I feel like every every Zelda game they've played a little bit safe. Like they've they haven't quite gone as far as they possibly could. And um, uh, thank you. And um, that um, and that Can we keep it like... count. Um, no, um, and that uh, that they that they've really just um, um, they've gone full Monty. That's what you're going yeah, for. Yes, yes, that, that 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 is a good way to put it. Um, they have dropped they have dropped their their track pants, and have showed you Link's sword in all its glory. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> John, do you have anything? <laughs> um, here here is what I think. All I got. Um, but um, but no. I, I like I like the new. I, I think the new Legend of Zelda looks amazing. I think it looks really uncharacteristic. And uh, we didn't cover news this week, but there was a discussion that Shigeru Miyamoto said that Nintendo is going to be doing something drastically different with Mario coming up for the NX. Um, I think they're trying to change the perspective of their image, but they did go on record as saying that they're trying to make this link in Breath of the Wild as non-gender. They're trying to make him androgynous. Um, oh. As androgynous as it's going to get, anyways. Um, which goat laments. Um, like, I get the whole thing, but Link's too far gone. Like, let's just... He's grandfathered into the 80s. Let's be clear. This Legend of Zelda game does not look like or feel like any other Nintendo game that has ever come before it, let no. alone Legend no, of Zelda. No, it's I think it looks really good, but I think that it might possibly be remembered by Nintendo fans as a game that did not feel like a Legend of Zelda game. Personally. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Nintendo knows what they're doing. I feel like they really. I don't think yeah, Nintendo knows what that? they're doing at all. I love Nintendo and I have faith in their vision. I don't think they have any idea what the fuck they're doing right now. I'm I'm sorry. Let, let me clarify. I feel like they know what they're doing when it comes to making a Zelda game. You know, they um. Okay, I, I'll give you that. I, I don't I don't think that they would come up with something so radically different and not still have it be Zelda I, at its core. I don't know. Other M. Happened. That well, that wasn't. I mean, that wasn't made by Nintendo. You know what I mean? Like it was. It was. It was basically yeah. just licensed off to, the, you know, the, you know that other studio. That, that's that, yeah, that wasn't Nintendo's doing. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, what was it? Ninja Theory or um, what was it? Um, it doesn't really matter. It was terrible. It was terrible. Terrible idea. Studios. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, no, but no. For for a for a, a proper first party Nintendo game, yeah, it, is it different? Yes, but I still trust Nintendo to not. Um, not 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 ruin the series with this game. I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe well, I'm giving them too much credit, but I do. No, because they they laid the groundwork down with um, a link between worlds, the last 3DS one. That was mm -hmm. a, a greatly different Zelda title, and that was awesome. I think 
I I think they they know, like you said, they know the square they have to stay in, but they know how far they can color outside of the lines in that square. Right. Yep, yep. So. Um, all right. So then, um, unless uh, John, you have anything else to throw in there about Nintendo? Nope, that's all I got. I, I like Pokemon well enough. I just don't have enough of an interest. And they spent way too much fucking time on that press conference. Um, Zelda looks amazing. I'm excited for it regardless of what they do for it because I think that they're trying to take risks, which is what Nintendo has needed to do for a long time. Okay. Um, so okay. so because we're running long, um, I feel like we should also just rapid fire through the Sony stuff, not to do them any less credit than we gave to the other companies that we spent more time on, but we also don't want this to be like a two and a half hour episode, which is what we're gonna, which is what we're approaching here. So, uh, Sony, we uh, one of those in the bag. Yeah, let's not do another. Um, so first of all, uh, so for, we we can't not mention Gears, uh, uh, Gears of War, God of War. <laughs> what? Wait, hold on. What'd you say? Gears of War's coming to PlayStation? I know. Oh, it's amazing. amazing. Break the internet. Can't help but feel as though you've made a grave mistake. <laughs> oh, I God wish. God of War's coming to Xbox. Oh my goodness, uh... the worlds are slipping. Ah, yes. God of War. God of... (laughs) God God of War. God of War, God of War. Um, Kratos is back and more bearded than ever. And um, I I, I am very much looking forward to this game. It it looks phenomenal. It's the beard. Um, Well, yes. I mean, he's a a brother now. So we, you know... No, no. I don't don't mean that. You owe it to him. A lot of people are complaining that it's, it's a step back. From in, in terms of know, what? That it's a step back in terms of what we know from that series because they're taking a Tomb Raider, Last of Us style step into that oh, world as opposed to it being like an all around like you know action rom. Do you guys, do oh, you guys think that? Oh, shut up. No, that's stupid. No, it, there's there's it's, it's oh. is it a step? But it, a, to to say that it's a step backwards, it's just not like they're making it worse. I I don't think that's sure, true but, at all. I mean, like, is it is is it's a radically different game than the previous uh, God, dude, I, I did it again. Uh, uh, God of War games, but um, it's uh, I Charlie, mean, you own an Xbox. It's okay. You don't have to have it on PlayStation. They say that it would. Sorry, that, that demo was not entirely indicative of what would come from the finished product. I, I get the impression that maybe for the more like story section elements, they'll go to that perspective, but maybe that it'll be a little bit more of a traditional or. Like, non-fixed camera-like perspective from the, the original games. We'll can, see. Can I, can I weigh in on this a little bit here? Of course, of course you can. Go. You're a tax-paying fucking American. You weigh in on what you want. Uh, sure, we'll go with that. Um, <laughs> um, that's so here's the way deal. of saying he doesn't pay taxes. <laughs> no, that's the way John doesn't pay me. But um, <laughs> Oh. <laughs> we pay you a little bit. Peanuts and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who this pro bono guy is, but you're you need to get a new accountant. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to my brother about that shit, dude. <laughs> Anyways, so like I think this all this is is the internet bitching it or, because they can't. People are just like, oh my god, my game's changed. Like, let's change God of War because if not, Charlie's gonna be right, and you're gonna get Gears of War <laughs> on your PlayStation. The That's, same yeah. shit, Xeroxed on there, like. Internet, shut the fuck up. Change is gonna is good. It's gonna happen. Like, if you like God of War three, stop buying games and only play God of War three. Like, lock yourself away. Leave, leave us <laughs> the progressive world alone. I'm getting tired of this crap. Uh, I agree with Goat. 
Wow, that's yep. a rare. Thing. There, there you go. Uh, you heard it. You heard it here first. Uh, Charlie agrees with Goat 2016. That's the the one agreement they have for the entire year. The end. Calmly, Case by was. the way, he calmly agreed. Gosh darn it! I agree with Goat. There, have a well, yeah, well, there you go. You guys fucked it up. The whole year is ruined because you agreed on something. Show's ruined. Show's over. Stupid show. Anyways, Great. so. The salt and the sugar are getting along. It's, it's the aesthetic's gone. <laughs> one incredibly like very lightly touched on game that I sent to you guys just a couple of days ago is a game called Disc Jam. Did you guys watch the video for that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and I still don't I, I, know what you sent me. I don't. I don't see the interest. God damn it, Charlie Goat! Did you watch it? It kind of. Yeah, it kind of looks like um um was that uh, Funk of the Titans? It looks like Discs of Tron. It does, which is why I fucking like it. Um, did you uh, – Dustin Falconer wow. said, holy shit, does that mean the Cubs will win the World Series this year too because Charlie and Goat agree? God, I hope so, Dustin. I'm a Cubs fan. I don't care if you don't I like that. Not. Listening at home, I'm a Cubs fan. I don't <laughs> um, like that. That's offensive. Shut up, Goat. Nobody cares what you think except for <laughs> Charlie that apparently today. Um, yes, hopefully that means the Cubs will win the World Series this year too. Um, Obviously, this jam looks like the same kind of stupid fun as Rocket League, but go. No one's listening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, the Bears in the World Series, 2016. This jam. Anybody who likes Rocket League, watch the trailer for this jam. I think you guys will like. I didn't get a Rocket League feel out of that. No, no, not at all. Not personally. (laughs) Sorry, John. Looks like a really bad, like (laughs) Adult Swim game. Yeah. So, all right, where are we going from here? Uh, Horizon. So want for seven hours. Want all of Horizon. Want that game. Want that game badly. Want that game to be good badly. Um, it is the uh, spirit. As, as far as I'm concerned, it is the spiritual success, successor to Enslaved Odyssey to the West, and um, I just I, I I want it. I want it to a be lot, good. A lot of people are calling Charlie. Game of the show. Yeah. Charlie. Yeah. This this is gonna have to happen now that you've said this. Uh huh. It's a spiritual successor to your campaign game. We need to get uh-huh. sandwich boards. We need to get <laughs> Facebook pages. You need to have this game sell and not go into the bargain bin like Enslaved it. <laughs> um. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm on board. <laughs> I'll street team the fuck out of this game. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's get. We we agree upon the fact that we need to push it. Um, but I all, just like Horizon, I also want Last Guardian to uh, to uh, to be as I want good as. Well, that's because you're a nihilist, goat. But but the rest of us want it to be good. <laughs> I've waited ten years for this to be terrible. <laughs> We've done that with Duke Nukem. We don't need to do it again. Um, yeah, please, that was twelve. That was twelve. I, I can't take any more heartbreak. Yeah. No, really? I. I mean, th- this is another scenario where we've, where we've got a team who has an excellent pedigree. Um, Goat, I know you disagree. I know you did not like um, um, uh, fucking Clash of the Titans, whatever it was called. Uh, <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus, my god. Um, Shadow wow. of the Colossus is amazing, and I won't hear of Clash your slander. Ti- what, what, wait, wasn't that a movie in the 60s, Clash of the yeah. Titans? And it was remade a couple years ago, too, horribly. Um, but anyways... Um, Yes, oh, Shadow of the Colossus. Um, um, small known fact, I did not hate that movie, even though I should. Oh, oh, okay. The second one I can't speak for, but the first one was well-intended, if not crap. Second one? There was a second one? Yes. 
Oh. Wrath of the Titans. Ugh. Why would they do that? I just don't like what's his name from Avatar that is a complete. Well, thankfully, Sam they... Sam Worthington was a Remy. No, Sam Worthington, actor, completely mm. bullshit piece of shit. Not whatever. Mm. Move on. Okay, I'm Resident. Just glad they... uh, uh, fire through these here. Resident Evil Seven. I have absolutely zero desire to play that. I don't play Resident Evil games. They're, they're just not my cup of tea. Um, and being scared shitless in virtual reality it interests me even less. I just there's no interest. At uh, Charlie, Charlie, that would be uh, shitful. Scared shitful. Yes. It's I'm scaring shit into myself. I don't understand. <laughs> yes. No, you'd be covered in it. <laughs> Oh, well, okay. Um, scared shit-like? I don't know. Okay. Um, um, uh, you, just, you just reminded uh, me of something with the scary games. I'll, I'll send you guys a private link. Move on. Okay. Um, yeah. Detroit. Um, Detroit Next. looks promising. Um, well, I'm going to have to know more that about what the, the games... What... Hmm? Yes, what? what? That, that's never been uttered. Ever. That, that statement has never been uttered in, in the existence of Detroit. That looks <laughs> promising. <laughs> What? What statement? No, well, that Detroit looks promising. <laughs> yes, well. Um, um, yeah, I just need to know more about what the rest of the game is like, because they only show like the one scenario, and that one scenario was cool, but what is the rest of the game? Um, so uh, so uh, there's that. Auto industry full crumbles, things get boarded <laughs> up. It gets scary. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to get... Um, I mean, if I wasn't already having to get a PlayStation VR for uh, Bridge Crew, I'm also now going to have to get it for that X-Wing expansion pack for Battlefield and also um, Arkham VR. Of course. And, yeah, and, yeah, the, uh, yeah. Yes. All the toys. All, all, all of that, all of the toys. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Inf Infinite Warfare surprised me by actually having my interest thanks to that I demo. I keep hearing that from everybody, and I think that was a tactical decision because the yes. trailer bombed so bad. So bomb, so bad. But um, it's only here's. So bomb, so I'm bad. gonna I'm gonna make a prediction on that. Those like zero G space environment things are a small segment of the game, and the rest of it will take place on the fucking ground and be the same shit you play every year. This is an Activision tactic to try and trick you into buying the game, and if you buy it, you're a fucking fool. The end. Well, let's wait for the game to actually come out before we make that decision. But uh, and just in general, you're probably right. Um, Death Strands. Uh, de uh, Death. Uh, uh, Death Stranded. 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 Can't even remember my own handwriting. Um, typical Kojima. Typical like uh, what we saw in that trailer has us talking, has us interested. Um, probably will have very little to do with the actual game when it comes out. Um, it's going to be but, a couch moving sim. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Um, and the fact that they are that the next Spider-Man game is going to be an exclusive exclusive to PS4, I feel like is a direct response to the Tomb Raider situation with it being an Xbox One exclusive. At least that that's my knee-jerk reaction. But um, mm -hmm. but far less people care about Spider-Man. I don't know that that's true. With with <laughs> with, with how with how big just Marvel movies are right now, and with uh, oh, Spider-Man, I, I keep yeah I keep forgetting the Marvel the Marvel craze is up right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but people always like Spider-Man. I think that people were really disappointed with that last round of Mark Webb Spider-Man movies. They were not good. And Spider-Man in Civil War. Did Charlie? Did you see Civil War? 
Not yet. Nah, I'll watch the movie first. You'll see why everybody's up on it. But it's not just that. It's that Insomniac Games is doing it. They're, they're a really charming, well-to-do studio, and I think that they're going to be that very... who did Tony Hawk? They are the original ones, yeah. Okay. I think. No, 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 no. They did Spyro. Spyro and... I thought it's, Insomniac's the one with the little uh, eyeball that falls in yeah, there. Yeah, maybe it is. Either way, it looks really. I think it looks really good personally, and I've played really? a lot of the Spider-Man games that have preceded the now, and um, I think it looks very promising, and I want it to be good. That's just me. All right, Charlie, what else you got? Uh, more to the point, these are the folks that did Sunset Overdrive. So, oh well, Charlie has to buy it now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the um the the people behind the, uh it was the Spyro series, Ratchet and Clank series, Sunset Overdrive. Um, uh, Wait, they're just now getting into superheroes? They've been doing this for a while. Why has the people got this before? This is like the company to do superheroes. I, I don't have an answer for you. Um, uh, of some VR game called Edge of Nowhere that just came out. Like, just like like last week came out. June 6th oh, of wow. this year. Um, a VR adventure, they call it. I'm looking at their website right now. Um, hmm. But yeah. Um, With that pedigree, I'm now intrigued. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. Um, what did we skip over here? Do 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 do. Everything. Think, uh, well, well. So, so I guess the last thing and the last thing that they showed, um, which I alluded to previously when I mentioned that Dead Rising Four, I was interested until sh Sony showed a better game, is Days Gone. Um, Days Gone. Um, if you haven't watched the video for this, do so because um, they have taken the bar of like. A couple games have done this over the years where they've said, like, okay, we're going to put so many, like, you know, enemies on screen at once, it's going to be impressive as how many how many you see on screen. And, like, the AI and just the way that they work and everything, they have taken this bar to, like, a whole new level. I know that that's, that's such a cliche to say, but, I mean, like, I don't have a better way of putting it. Like, the number of enemies, that the number of, like, zombies that they have running at you at once... And with the way that they interact with each other, with the way that they, like, fall over each other trying to get to you, it is mind-boggling to think that this is a uh, that this is a video game being played on the PlayStation 4. It just looks it looks so good. Yeah, uh, uh, it looks claustrophobic is what it looks like. But I'm dubious about yeah. how much of that is like, let's see how many fucking guy like 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 character models we can squeeze onto screen in this very short period of time and just funnel them in. And I had a couple of people tell me, like, this is not impressive because all they're doing is getting zombies funneled into a choke point to make you feel like like they're on top of you, but in that narrow of a space, all you could do is just gun them down and they're done. I want that game to be good. I hope it's good. I'm well, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a. I don't think it's going to be a zombie apocalypse apocalypse simulator, like to the point where like it needs to be like realistic. I do think it's still a, a, a more arcade take on it. But so with what you're saying, John, about how like if people are upset about the fact that like the way that the, the the game is forcing the enemies into a choke point to make it easier for the player to gun them down. I mean, that may or may not be true, but nonetheless, I don't care. I think it looks fun. So, no, maybe that's me. I don't. Know. I, yeah, I, yeah. I seem. In I'm kind of intrigued by the idea of a zombie mosh pit, so, <laughs> with guns. Um, and then, uh, I guess, finally, the last thing that we can mention from Sony is um, that they're bringing back Crash 
Bandicoot. Um, after all these years, um, they're remastering his old games to the PS4, and um, then then uh, they they I I feel like they alluded to, I for, I forget ever, all the exact wording that they said during the press conference, but I feel like they alluded to the fact that they're going to be working on a brand new Crash game. But for the interim, um, new content they're going to be bringing him to the next Skylanders, um, as as a character there. So tr- maybe trying to breathe life back into Skylanders because I feel like their sales have been down a bit. Um, but uh, probably as a um, but uh, I, I think that whole collectible figurine game fad is is may, might be on its way out. I heard that Disney Infinity was canceled. That that's kind of crazy. Yeah, um, you missed yeah. that while you were gone. Yeah, I, I, maybe that's where I heard it. Maybe right here on Gamerhead Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I I believe that I actually talked about it like about four, maybe five yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I do think it was on yeah, one of the episodes that I missed, but I still listened to them. So yeah. Um. But yeah. So um. I mean, you the fact check that it up on us. It's all right. Well, yeah. <laughs> Got to make sure the place isn't burning down. But um, no. But I mean, so with that being on its way out, I'm not at all surprised that they're trying to breathe new life back into the, in the series and bringing Crash into it. And I, I'm not sure how effective a, a way that's gonna be. I'm not sure how many people that are playing Skylanders has as any idea who Crash Bandicoot is. But well, see, um, Charlie, we we covered this theory of mine, and it'll okay. work out really well yeah. because the parents will buy the new Crash or the new Skylanders for the kid and just take the Crash for themselves and put it oh, in the collectibles. Oh, right, 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 right. Which hey, if it works, it works great. But um, I think yeah, that's whatever. Pretty... Hey, that, that's it is. You know, aside from then showing off a little bit of Star Wars, uh, Lego Star Wars Seven, but that's cross-platform. Um, I think that's pretty much everything that uh, that, that that they covered. Um, we don't need to cover Lego games anymore. Yeah. Um. So all that being said, gentlemen, um, I'm gonna look and see real quick if we got any uh responses to our belated mailbag question here. Um. Let's see. Uh, we got we got at least one from Mr. Live Facebooking, live Facebook. <laughs> we got at least one from Mr. Dan Hockey, and um, we asked uh, our mailbag question this week was um, basically in regards to E3 2016, who won, who lost, and what surprise. And Dan Hockey said, um, "Sony won Best Show, Nintendo won Best Game." Um, gentlemen, do you agree with that statement? What was it? Sony won Best Show. Who won Best Game? Nintendo with with Legend of Zelda. I presume. Um, really? I'm going to disagree. Okay. They, they won best wow. with Legend of Zelda. Um, I think there was enough... Um, I think there was enough interesting stuff at Sony's press conference that I think that, uh, in a way that maybe we've never seen, at least at E3, I think that Nintendo's press conference and the Treehouse got completely swept under the rug. Uh, I watched it. I enjoyed it, but I don't think they even charted this year. I think the PC gaming show charted higher than Nintendo this year because they made it really hard to find that press conference. Well, they didn't even have a press conference. They had a bunch, a well, bunch of people it, sitting around in their treehouse talking. Treehouse Live, but even still, when I went and I Googled E3 2016 Nintendo Treehouse, I could not find their fucking stream. I started their stream almost five minutes late because I couldn't find it on YouTube. Yeah. I think they kind of wanted to be a non-presence, personally. I could see that. Um, they had two things. They really so, didn't need to be a presence. Just, hey, here's these two things later. Yeah. <laughs> do, so do you guys think that when they actually have, like, are ready to show off their new console, they might do a proper, they might come back to just E3 for that purpose and just show off the console to the developers? Or do you think that they won't even do that? I think they'll go with TGS. I, I think TGS? it'll be a TGS. Uh, I'm okay. going to say TGS for that sure. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. 
They're they're um, definitely bringing it back home and hiding. So so in your guys' opinion, who who won E3? Um, I think that here's what I'll here's what I'll say. A lot of people were bashing Microsoft's uh, press conference. I don't think there was anything wrong with their press conference. I just think that they did not. They didn't really have anything uh, significant to show. Their press conference was fine. It was uh, predictab- predictably corporate and slick, but not bad. I think if you really had to base it on general hype and how excited people were, I think Sony's press conference was probably the more popular of the lot. Um, but Sony has the same problem that uh, Ubisoft has, which is that they they show titles that are two and three years away from seeing release. Uh, and so those games could be anything by the time they release. Um, True. That's really a big problem with the way they do things with Sony. It was classy, though, and I appreciated the uh, the live orchestra a lot. So that I'm going to say Sony won, but not for the reasons that a lot of people might say. Okay, go. Um, well, I'm going to go on the weird one and say nobody won E3 because it was a very lackluster, very unsurprising, unexciting show this year. You Almost think so, really? Everything, everything, all the big, all the AAA stuff we see coming. Hell, half of it was leaked out the day before it was in the press conference. Huh, It okay. was just, just, meh. Like, there was no, you know, no, like, Did the you... big stuff never been announced and shit like that, and it's just, eh. Here, here's the thing, Goat. Now, uh, disclaimer for the viewers and listeners. Uh, Goat, you did not actually watch any of the press conferences. You were just reading up on them after the fact, correct? I, I caught up a little bit in the last couple of days. I, so I, watched, I, I watched the victory, stuff like that. Okay. I, 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 I can't help but wonder if you would have a different opinion if you would actually watch them, like, like, like fully and in order, because that Sony press conference was something to behold. Like, they, they well, put on good. such a good show... Like, they, they did, as far as I'm concerned, you know, they pretty much did everything right. I, I mean, like, with having the live orchestra there doing all the music through all the game demos and everything, I mean, that was that was a completely unnecessary and beautiful touch. But, but, but my thing is, is I don't look at it, I never, and you know me, I never looked at it like that. That's just production. Of course you're going to have production. You're going to try to wow people with all the crap that has nothing to do while you're there. Well, but that's what we're, that's, that's what we're talking about, though. Like, who, who, never, one E3 I, is, is who, 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 who put on the best show. Like, who, who see, captured I, the minds and I, attention I, of gamers the most. I guess I focus more on the attention of the actual excitement of shit that, like, you know, the left field and the, the, the wow factor of the actual releases. Okay, all right, that's fair. That, the, the fact that you have fireworks, three midgets, and an orchestra, <laughs> I don't care. The fact that you you know, you announce I I don't know something crazy like you know, you know like the, if, you know the Last Guardian or something like that 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 you know the huge left turns where like nobody's seen that coming you know, like if Microsoft was like oh hey by the way we're making a brand new Conquer, <laughs> you know that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, well I don't know I feel like again like I keep coming back to Sony like the fact that they're bringing back God of War in a completely I said it right uh, in a completely <laughs> new new format I mean like with with Death, Str- Death Stranding I mean like. We've never yeah. seen anything anything like that before. I mean, like you know, bringing Kojima back on stage in the fashion that that they did was nothing short of epic. Um, you know, the way that they surprised us all with a Resident Evil Seven announcement. I mean, nobody knew that's what that was. Uh, oh yeah, prob- probably. I mean, I mean, the um, you know, Horizon. I mean, we knew about it, but it, I mean, like the way I mean, it it demoed beautifully. 
Um, I don't know. I, I feel I, I just I if, if you can't tell, I feel like Sony absolutely won E3. They like every everything that they did was was perfect. I mean, they the only minor weird thing that they had was that that grow up game, which you know I don't have any attachment yeah. to the original, so I don't get it. And I think John, you're on the same page as me there, where it's just like I don't know what this is. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this. Yeah. But for the mo- but for the most part, like the way. One of the biggest problems with these press conferences is that people it, they're often so talky. Like they'll get up there, like for example, like I, I know like 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 E3 and like is sort of like its own thing. But like I've watched a ton of like like uh, you know like Apple press conferences and Microsoft and Google, like where they come out there announcing their new hardware and stuff like that. And for the first 20 minutes of every press conference, it used to be a joke where you could. Like for people who are like covering these things and paying attention, it's just like, oh, you know, the pre- you know the, the new Apple press conference starts at two, but I don't have to tune in until two thirty because for the first twenty or thirty minutes, all they're gonna do is talk about their sales numbers for the last year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, so you know the fact that and you know they, you know, Microsoft did that a little bit just in terms of talking about like their um like some of the console features and things like that, which is good, but. Stony was just rapid fire, constant. Here's a thing, and here's a thing, and here's a thing, and here's a thing. Like the the the, the speed and the, the just the, the 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 just the level of excitement that they managed to maintain through their entire press conference. Well, the pace of it, the pace the, of it was right on. That, that's what we're I'm saying. You, yeah, we're here to show you games. Here's the games. That, that's There's what no I'm saying. Bullshit. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I, I will agree with you on that. They won. They won each week that way. There's this disconnect in the. It's unfortunate for our age group because we got to grow up in the golden age of gaming where there was not a bunch of, like, corporate manhandling on the things that we grew up playing. I mean, there, there, I'm sure there was to a degree, but not to the extent that we're seeing now where it's fucking portfolios. That shit just makes me, <laughs> like, grind my teeth like I'm chewing on tinfoil. Um we, we enjoy this, your portfolio of music. There's a shut up, ghost. <laughs> God damn it, ghost. Um, there's this thing that happens where there's a disconnect where people up in that world don't think about the consumer anymore. They're so they've been so entrenched in creating and building and spending money and writing corporate expense reports and saying, no, we can't put more fucking light shafts in the game because it's too expensive for our engineers to code that, and we're going to put, like, little wimpy light shafts in because that's what our budget demands, and there's only so many hours in the day. Like, they've gotten to the point where they're so... It's so itemized that they, they forget what we, on this level, as a consumer, as a gamer, want, which is just a fun, silly video game. We don't want your portfolio garbage. We just want a video game. We just want they what don't care brought us that. into the fold, which was something that inspired us, something that made us feel like we had something that nobody else had seen. Like it was this brilliant story or a brilliant play mechanic or a brilliant character or a brilliant story arc, and that that's not important anymore to these people. What's important is selling copies of a game, and that should be the fucking last thing on their list because if you make a brilliant game, a fun game, a smart game, uh, a prolific game, the sales numbers will follow. The end. And, John, by the way, uh, one, one of the things I learned in E3 is that they are not called life, light shafts. They are, in fact, 
called God Rays. Volumetric God Rays. Yeah, they're called <laughs> light shafts. That's a fairly new term just... in gaming. It's a crock of shit. Light shafts. Volumetric God Rays, John. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else <laughs> uncomfortable about John's obsession with light rays? Uh, shafts, specifically shafts. Yeah, yeah, light, yeah, yeah. I have no obsession with shafts, I can assure you. <laughs> Except for his own. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. So. Well, that's any man, really. Um, so, yeah. Um, now, however, well, well, Sony won... Actually, it, it's, it's, it's actually funny. Um, uh, what, what Dan Hlocky said is exactly my opinion on the matter, and I feel like like Sony had absolute best presentation, like like in terms of press conferences, in terms of overall, just everything. But with with the way that Nintendo puts so much focus and so much energy into pretty much just talking about the new Legend of Zelda game, um, and also from what I hear from the show floor, there were more lines and the wait was longer to play Zelda than like any other game, like by by a yeah, country I mile. I believe that. I believe that. So so. I mean, what, the, when, but it's Zelda. Well, yes, but I mean, the I don't know. I just I, I feel like that I I feel like Dan is right spot on the money, I, and and that, that that was going to be my answer as well. I feel like Sony had the best presentation overall, but there was more interest and more attention being paid to Legend of Zelda than any one other game at that show altogether. And yes, it does have the fact that it is Zelda helping that situation. But it doesn't change the fact that it is still the case. I mean, like, you know. The, All right, um, Sony, here's the plan. Buy Zelda and put <laughs> it out next year and break the internet. That that would happen. That The internet would, in fact, break <laughs> if that were to happen. But, uh, but yeah, so um, if you, if, uh, listeners, if listeners and viewers, if you guys have any other thoughts on who you think won or lost E3, please let us know. We'll make sure to include any follow-up commentary on the matter uh, in next week's show. Um, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, that's, um, I think that pretty much concludes our reflections on E3 2016. Gentlemen, unless there's anything that we missed that you wanted to talk about. I, I don't know. I think we did a pretty good job of, of spending two plus hours talking to people about what we thought about E3. Now, right, let's see if anybody cares about it. That, that is the key, isn't it? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so super briefly, um, John and Goat, you guys have an event coming up that we I think we already talked about and that I'll give you a chance to talk about it one more time. Um, that is going to be the uh, finally get a chance to talk about and show off the fruits of the last several months of your uh, your lives here. Mm. Oh, yeah. Go, you, you start first, man. Uh, well, you want me to do the House of Blues, or do you want to? Which one do you want to do? Talk, talk Project Phoenix, man. Oh, Phoenix. What? Oh, that thing. <laughs> yes, that oh, thing yeah. that you sent me a demo yeah, for my, earlier. Yeah. Oh, you want me to talk about that, do no, you? No, I want you to talk about your thing. My thing <laughs> in regards to your thing is not important. It makes it sound like we're touching penises. It's yeah. I was just saying, let's move on from the docking conversation on air. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Gnarly. <laughs> so, um, that's not what's happening behind the curtain. John, John's been docking me for years, and it's been in public eye. But, um, Codename Phoenix is really close to having a new album out. Um, like so painfully, painfully close. Um, we're just trying to get everybody's schedules in the same place to get things done. Um, I'm gonna say tentatively, tentatively, like fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. Mid July. Mid July? Okay. He says, Don't hold me to that. 
Yeah. Is there a, um, I don't know if you can say or not, but do, uh, mm-hmm. do you guys have a release show planned here for this album? No. No. no? We're, nope. We're straight studio. We're going to dump this on the internet for you guys to buy it at whatever price you want, and then we're going to go right back in the studio and make you another one. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, you're not going to be playing shows? I'm confused. Well, we will. We're, we're not actively looking for them. Oh. Yeah. We're right. doing a whole weird thing here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's it's all right, cool. It's prog metal, man. We we play by our own rules. Okay. <laughs> um. Then John, uh, let's talk about your thing. How long is it? And when do we get to see it? Um. It's Whoa. a it's it's at least Good seven Lord. inches long. <laughs> uh, That's a lie. That is a lie. <laughs> oh, how I the am... fuck do you know? You've never seen. <laughs> I've been in, I've been in your backstage. That sounded worse. Oh, that was better than I could have ever possibly hoped. <laughs> oh, I, the one time you're not in the crosshairs, Charlie, you're also really blurry. That's really yeah, my, you're out of my focus. Camera, my, my camera just fell out of focus. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, it was. Okay, I was like, I think we're getting drunk because he is via the camera. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. I talked about it at the beginning of the show. Uh, Vs Villains is playing House of Blues on Saturday, July 2nd. It's a headlining show. Um, we're going to be, be playing with L Famous. We're going to be playing with Sky Machine. Really, this is one of the better unsigned independent local shows you're going to see in Chicagoland for some time to come. If you don't come out, um, you've got a giant hemorrhoid in the center of your forehead, your butt head. All right. On my side of things, um, uh, kind of like I talked about at the beginning of the show, I'm, I'm going to be enjoying my convention hiatus, as it were, um, while I'm gearing up for Ponyville Cider Fest. However, but in, on the off chance that anybody that, listens, that is listening to the sound of my voice has ever been even remotely interested in what this whole pony convention thing is about and whether or not you're interested in um, – whether or not you're even interested in ponies at all, uh, Cider Fest is going to be an awesome time. It's sort of considered to be the after party in the con scene because it's the, it's the last pony convention of the year. And so people will just come there and – I mean, like, I'm not saying, like, it's a giant drunk fest, but it's I'm, – I'm not saying that, but – you know, you know. So, <laughs> you know, uh, you know it, it's in Milwaukee, like you know, beer capital, Wisconsin. So you know, you know, you know. So, um, but uh, so yeah, um, uh, it's cider fest. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, uh, volunteer applications, staff applications, uh, registration, all that is open right now on the website. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be Halloween weekend too. So uh, for the first time, we're normally we're in like mid to late November uh, due to venue availability. We had to switch it up. And we had to go with Halloween weekend this year. But so while on the downside of on the art and production side of things, I have to get all new art with all of our characters and like various Halloween costumes. Oh, sad. But <laughs> but on the upside, um, we're going to be able to do some really fun things with um with a Halloween themed events and whatnot. So it should be a good time. Um, so Milwaukee, Wisconsin, October 28th through 30th. Um, it's going to be good. Um, but aside from that, um, thank you very much for hanging out with us on both this and the last uh, extended episodes of our E3 2016 coverage. Um, I know that they've been a bit long-winded, but hopefully uh, chock full of content for I, your video I, I've gaming I've been years. told informative. That's what I've been told by a couple of the people. So. Perfect. That's what we're going for. I mean, c- considering that we managed to, to pack about, I think, eight hours of press conference down into two, I think, uh, I think that's pretty effective. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're helping them out. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, with all that being said, um, we will uh, we will discuss off air and figure out what our mailbag topic is going to be for our show next week. So, pay attention to the social media to find out what that's going to be. Um, 
Aside from that, if you like what you're if you if you've liked what you heard, you can find us at gamerheadradio.com, at facebook.com backslash gamerheadradio, at twitter.com backslash uh, uh, at gamerheadradio, where I am at TEK Charlie, uh, John is at the Fallon Flynn, and Goat is at Sir Goatsworth. What goat? You just pulled a John. I did. Anybody what was else a John? Is, yeah. Huh? The, the Easter egg. Not from the new show, but the previous show. Oh yeah, fair. You um, totally for a Forgot where, where, where you where you flub a dub dubbed. <laughs> um, if you um, uh, you've completely screwed me up. Go damn it. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You were well on your way to falling off this rail. Anyways. I was doing so well. What are you talking about? Um, we just um, went through Twitter. Pick up a Twitter podcast. No, did you do that part yet? This is this is such a routine. I've got to give myself. I, I you can email us at editors at gamerheadradio.com or call and leave us a voicemail at nine four nine two six gamer. I am beyond upset that we do not have a voicemail from Danny Mackler with him talking about Trials of the Blood Dragon. What the hell, Danny? Um, you can uh, you can uh, download the official Gamerhead Radio app on Google Play on Android platforms or subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitch, or with your podcast downloader of choice. Once again, thank you very much for listening, watching, participating, commenting, everything that's been happening with everything with this episode. You're all beautiful, amazing people, uh, except for you. You and uh, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, Gamerhead Radio, uh, episode 173. Thank you very much for watching and listening. Um, all of you have a good night. Kung Fu fighting. Sure. Everybody, well, everybody was Kung Fu fighting. Is that appropriation in today's in today's world? Uh, I, yeah. I think we should actually have that song instead of the intro music. <laughs> what, is, what is fair use like? Fifteen seconds, thirty seconds? I don't know. Um, Who yeah. cares? We're 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 not making any money here. <laughs> Sue us? <laughs> That's true. God here's damn my, video game poor people. Yeah, here's my hey, pocket lint in the middle a law, finger. A lawsuit may be the best press we've gotten in a while, so. <laughs>